Alright, welcome to the Hunter's Hub Bickering Bucks. Uh, we're going to talk about our games of the year as we uh, as we are still working on Age of Calamity. Um, that will be out when we can get to it. Yeah. Um, this is your host, Wartwan, a.k.a. Cham, joined by co-host Brian slash B-Cube. How you doing? Hello. Doing great. Uh, Gmo slash Jacob. How you doing? What up, everybody? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? Good. And the fabled one slash Austin, who muted himself. Okay, you're good. You're back. <laughs> Sorry, I was testing my audio, but yes. What's up? You do that before we hit record. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. I was listening to you guys. <laughs> uh, did you even clap? Did you clap? Yeah, I did. Of course okay, I did. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah, because. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so we're going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Our top, uh, our top five games of the year, technically six, because we all have honorable mentions. Um, if you're a listener to the weekly show a couple weeks back, I already did this. My list hasn't changed, but for the sake of discussion with these guys, I am still going to talk about what's on my list, and we're going to lead off with mine. Um, before, before we, like, so you listeners know, we're going to do honorable mention, then five, four, three, two, one, just a round robin in the same order down the way. So it's gonna be me, uh, Brian, Jacob, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna anchor with Austin here. Oh, so hopefully his number one is a, is is something we can all just laugh at him for and make it a great end. Yes. So, hey. Or it's really awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you that benefit of the doubt. Um. So yeah. Uh. Twenty twenty was a crazy year. Um. A lot of gaming got in because of that. Um. So. Let's uh, let's start off with uh, my number five. And by the way, these don't have to have been released that year. It's what we played in that year. Uh, it's another stipulation that we have because not every game that interacts with you in that year came out that year. People play games years after launch all the time. For instance, I might put Dead Space on for this year because I'm going to play Dead Space for the first time. That isn't just at Brian's house for 30 minutes. Like, oh, I can't wait till you play that. You gotta, you gotta let me know how it goes. <laughs> I'm playing it on PC too, so it'll be tuned up. Oh yeah. As far as the graphics That's and on, headset on and everything. Anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, so my my honorable mention, uh, and it was kind of rough getting an honorable mention in for me just because I didn't know what to put in here, but it's going to be my only entry from uh, a PlayStation at all this whole time, and also my only entry from Capcom, Monster Hunter Iceborne. Um, I will say that my big thing was Fatalis uh, was a beautiful end to a somewhat, to me, aggravating game at that point. Um, I had put... Oh, yeah, I love Monster Hunter, obviously. That's, you know, Hunter's Hub is built off of that. It's actually based off of the name of the online area that you go into for Monster Hunter 1. Like, that's what this podcast is actually named after. Um, you know, the the larger show, right? Bickering Bucks is just us. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so uh, in this year, they released Alatrion uh, and Fatalis along with uh, Frost Frank Barrieth. And... Alatrion coming back is what brought me back into the game, which I was like, no, I am done. I am not going to get the Platinum. I am not going to finish the Crown Hunts because I was so aggravated with uh, uh, Safi Jiva. 
And mm. uh, since you guys didn't play, Safi Jiva, to me, broke the game. Uh, Monster Hunter had never had a quote-unquote solved meta, right? You could always use different armors and different weapons and that kind of stuff. Safi Jiva came out and most everybody ran Safi Jiva weapons and armor because, frankly, they were the best. Oh, and wow. they could be the best in both raw and elemental damage because you could also customize them. Wow. So base starting of a weapon would be like, hey, what's the best fire, like let's say longsword I could use? Safi Jiva. What's the best ice longsword I can use? Safi Jiva. And it was, it was, a, and and that's that's true across not only just every element, but all, every status is too status as well. So mm-hmm. it was not a not a great time for Monster Hunter, in my opinion. I think it's the, uh, I think Iceborne is probably the most problematic title they have ever released, but they finished it strong and very strong with. Uh, a Latrion with there were some minor setbacks with the Latrion. I know you guys didn't play this, that's why I'm explaining this quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. A Latrion, if uh, Jacob, I don't know if you played third gen. Uh, B- Brian, I know you did, and Fabled, you did too. But I don't know if you guys finished a, La- uh, a Latrion in third gen. Um, it was the end game boss of Try, and it would have been the end game boss of High Rank in three Ultimate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. It came back. Um, it has a new move called the Eschaton Judgment. And if you haven't done a DPS check of elemental damage by a certain point, it party wipes. Kills everybody. Quest over. Um, that was a very problematic thing because Monster Hunter isn't a raid game. It isn't, you know, like uh, an MMO with raid mechanics. And that's what Elatrion was. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it was, what pr- was the area of effect for that for that damage? All the entire map oh 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 goodness <laughs> now granted you're you're locked in or in an arena with him there, okay. that's the other part of it too okay, is that, I see how they get that down there is no escape and there like you enter the quest with him there is no you came from camp and jumped down you enter the quest flying to him now you can be in camp and judge uh miss it by having died and been in camp <laughs> though they also they also disable any sort of uh uh farcaster bombing so you can't okay. do like you can't do the oh back to base like thing you can't do it they disable the item so you you hit this dps check or die that's that's how, how this goes wow. and mm-hmm. it was and it was elemental dps which by the way elemental has never been a strong meta uh and there wasn't a lot of stuff to really support it at the time so it, it worked out it ended up working out pretty well it took some practice it took me probably about two or three weeks to get it done um but then fatalis came and fatalis was super hard super fun and didn't require these weird mmo boss mechanics to make the fight that way and okay. if you and if you guys aren't familiar with fatalis which i know you uh jacob you probably aren't um fatalis was the end game boss of the very first monster hunter and he's been, he's probably one of the most powerful creatures in the, in the Monster Hunter games. Uh, he always okay. has been. Um, and this fight was just bonkers hard in comparison, even to the Elatrion DPS check. But it was a fair hardness, whereas, eh, not so fair with Elatrion. There was a way to do it, but it forced you into certain builds and certain way, play styles. Um, whereas, 
Fatalis was just like, you have to be at your A, a game all the time. Um, and it was the last thing for Iceborne. It was the send-off, and it was a really good one. Um, they're still doing some updates, like, oh, there was like a Halloween event after that, but there's no new monsters or content. Um, so uh, it's my honorable mention for bringing me back in, in, in a time where I was actively hating the game, and it brought me back. I got a <laughs> platinum for it. I did all the crown hunting, and I finished that game at thousand two hundred something hours into that game whoa shiny yeah that's wild that's wild so yeah it's my honorable mention so uh mostly because it had a lot of problems so yeah uh so brian honorable mention for you and we did i know it wasn't much of a discussion i'm the only one that plays monster hunter you know to that level (laughs) Right All right, my honorable, my honorable mention is, um, it's DLC, and you'll, it'll probably surprise you guys, but my honorable mention is Pokemon Sword and Shield's Crown Tundra DLC. Okay. It's not surprising at all um, for me. Okay. Okay. This is a, this, this, this DLC added a lot of stuff, um, to, to Pokemon World. Um, one, it added legendary hunting, which is really cool, so if you ever missed out on any legendaries, if you weren't one of the people who had, who had migrated Pokemon from every game possible, up to this point, or you, you traded your games in, or whatever it is, um, mm-hmm. this gave you a chance to get get your hands on a lot of um, um, legendaries, and it, in a really fun and innovative way, I thought um, for Pokemon, it, they did this whole like legendary um, dungeons you'd go into with a party of four people, and you kind of make your way through using Pokemon that are that are not yours. You don't get to use your Pokemon; you get to use the, these Pokemon that um, are given to you at, this, at the at the registration state. Um, area and then you swap pokemon as you traverse the dungeon um to kind of get a better type matching and then you then whatever you have you know at the end is what you use to fight that legendary pokemon you're going to fight with the other four players and capture it along with um the story content they had that had its own legendary hunting as part of its story content where you're going through the world and you're searching for several different legendaries throughout the world um, redone versions of uh, the original um, legendary birds. So, you know, Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, those all being redone and reimagined. Um, so, I think, was it... Uh, was it Zapdos that turned turned into a roadrunner? Because that looks sick. Yes. Yes, it did. It is cool. Yes, it He's a roadrunner. It is awesome. Um, and you actually, and they're actually roaming the world. So, you actually have to mm-hmm. go out into the into traverse the world, find them. And, you know, they're in their given area. So, like, I think Zapdos... He's in the uh, what's what's the main area, or the main open area you you can go to. I forget what it's called, but um, he's just wandering there, and you have to you have to find him, and not only find him, but you have to trap him because he's a roadrunner, so he's super mm-hmm. fast. So as you get near him, he just beelines it every time, and so mm-hmm. you hunt him down, and then you you try to kind of like corner him in an area, and if you can corner him, you have a chance at getting to him, so you can fight him. Um, Articuno. Um, also, I think Articuno is, is psychic, and then you have um, Moltres is Articuno is psychic, and Moltres I can't remember what Moltres is, but I know um, Zapdos is a fighting Pokemon. So that that I haven't spent oh, this much pure, time with, pure fighting, fighting flying. I think so. He's not electric. No, yeah, he's not electric. <laughs> Moltres is they change all the types. His his name. Types. Is Zapdos? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna zap you with them claws, man. He's gonna put the paws he's on. Gonna, yes. 
like no zapatos like like zap, zapatos like like spanish for like was it sh- sneakers running you know? <laughs> <laughs> Zip, zippy feet yeah zippy feet, <laughs> feet. Oh, okay. zapatillos is a, i think it's zapatillos or zap, yeah I think it's zapatillos. zapatillos you're right yeah something like that yeah so yeah zapatillos he's he's a road runner so yeah he he's a he's a he's a fighting road runner um but up to this point i hadn't spent as much time in pokemon as i as i had with this game like in a very long time mm-hmm. I think I put 235, 245 hours into this game. So that's a lot for a Pokemon yeah, game for me. It is. A lot. And I'm still not done hunting all the all legendaries. Like there there's still plenty of plenty to go, plenty plenty of things to do. But I've done all of the the story quests for that. And it added a lot more gameplay and a lot more fun to this game for me. My big thing though, and the reason why it wasn't on my list, um the two biggest gripes I had was that normally when you get to the legendary chase, the legendary chasing is normally um, like included in the base game. Um, so I had a bit of a problem with that because, you know, they only give you what Zashian and Zementa, um in the main game. And then I think the other part for me is it was just like it was too spaced out from the original release. So like getting back into the poke because I I completely like hundred percent finished my Pokedex first time I've mm-hmm. ever finished a Pokedex ever in a game and then going from Same that here. and then going from that to oh wait a bit like I feel like for me I had bought the DLC being excited and then by the time it came around my fire just burned out. Actually, understandable. Let me correct. I had finished Red and Blue's Pokedex. Okay. Okay. Ever since up until Sword and Shield. Okay. Okay. No, that makes sense. I mean, I I can understand being. I mean, like, yeah, it was a long time for the Crown Tundra to come out. Um, I mean, the way I play Pokemon now, DLC doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's get that bug team. <laughs> yeah, I just do until they I just, release. I just do Bug Trainer Cham Cham, and then I, and that's what I name myself every time now. Uh, and I just until they release. I fully IVEV train that team, and you guys played against me, and. I don't think it was a terrible team. Uh, I think it no, definitely has its, has its weaknesses because, you know, bugs. But um, that's it. I was done. I had my fun. I got the full Pokedex. That was it. I'll, you know, there's nothing else for me to do. The DLC changed nothing. I already did my team. There's nothing I wanted to swap in. And I was like, it didn't matter that you could have all the other Pokemon. The point of Bug Trainer Cham is that I have beat... It's like... A, it's like uh, For me, it's like my own personal style of a Nuzlocke. It's like... I purposely mm-hmm. did this with bugs, the whole game, yeah. entirely with bugs, and that's it. That's crazy. That's all I need to do, and that's all I need to have for Pokemon. Um, except for the one time, which was in Sun and Moon, I did it with birds. I did a bird team. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what you're saying is that if they released like, if all the legendaries were bug types, that might have piqued your interest. Like, well, no, no, it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> It doesn't matter because, well, a the only bug type that is legendary is the uh, the fire moth, the flame moth. I don't know its name, mm-hmm. Volcanos or something like that. Um, yeah. And B, I already had my team, and it was the big thing. It's like I already have it. It doesn't matter what else you t- put on the table. I'm already done. Stein sealed, delivered. I'm not doing that again. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one question for you, for you, uh, Gmo. You said you said the uh, one of the things that, that kind of put you off was that the 
Um, legendary hunting was kind of outside of the main game. Yes. How is? What do you mean, so Because so, I know we we did have our you know original legendary hunt with the with um the two legendaries you could, that you could have caught that before. That didn't count to me. If you okay, look back okay. at every other so, Pokemon game, um, starting and we even started with Red Blue. You get done with Red Blue, you got Zapdos, Articuno, Moltres, and you got Mewtwo. Um, Silver, mm-hmm. Silver was my first Pokemon game, and going and chasing after the Cat, Suicune, um, Entai, and Raikou, yep. that was mm-hmm. so fun. Um, yes, it was. And I forget, I think there was some other stuff you could do too and get other legendaries in there as well. Um, but well, also going through all of Kanto. the Pokemon games, like their end game was based around going to get the legendaries and then doing more, st- yeah. and then going to do whatever else that was in the game. But like this okay. one, the end game for Pokemon was basically like, "Hey, we're going to introduce you to competitive battling," and that's not that's yep. really not my shtick. Um, that's why I say mm-hmm. when it died, I didn't do any online battling really. Like I think Brian, me and you, may aside played, from like, us, maybe three or yes, I was saying, yeah, like maybe Brian and I Friends. played three or four times. Cham and I maybe have battled like once or twice, and then after that, you know, completed my Pokédex. And the, uh, I've said it before, community's really great. Um, you know, shout out to the Pokemon Discord because they helped me complete my entire pokedex for the stuff that wasn't in my version and then other than that like the game set on my shelf (laughs) okay okay that's understandable so i love and i think the other thing that cooled it for me is that isle of coming in isle of armor was like i thought it was going to be like something really sweet and it really was just kind of like wander around the area there was like basically no battles leading up to the areas you were in and the leveling was kind of weird again because it's all in game so Mm -hmm. the leveling is kind of weird um, that, again, that's, that's just why Pokemon just, it didn't make it for me. Yeah. Isle of Armor. I definitely agree. It, it, it was, it was paced really weird and it didn't feel cool. Like it felt like, you know, like you, like something tacked on, yeah. but jumping into like the crown tundra specifically, I understand that the, the idea of like, Oh yeah, your, your, your legendary hunting isn't there, but I just the, uh, the, the dungeons, that was like even if they got rid of legendary hunting for like the storyline, just that, yeah, that, that is legendary cool. dungeon stuff was is so cool being able to play with people like that. That is a great like multiplayer aspect. Agreed. Hmm. Okay. Um. So Jacob, honorable mention. Yeah. Um. My honorable mention almost made the top five list till I remembered that a num- another game did it better. That's foreshadowing. Um, so my mm-hmm. honorable mention for 2020 goes to Streets of Rage 4. Um, mm. I was hesitant. And it came out I, this year, right? It did. It came out 2020. I was hesitant mm-hmm. um, because of the art style. And um, I was actually really surprised. And the price, too. I think it was like, uh, I think the MSRP was like 25 or 30. Um, and I was, so I was really I kind of put off from both of those perspectives. Um, but when I went in, bought it, played it, um, I played it co-op with my wife and that game, it was so, it was done so well. Um, and then there's unlockable characters and all kinds of stuff too. Um, in the game, like you, there's, there's so much to do just besides just beating the game. Like, obviously you're just going back through, but you get to unlock like the classic eight bit. So you have like this beautiful, like hand drawn art characters. And then you can have like eight bit Axel and eight bit skate and blaze and stuff fighting against them. So it was really cool. Um, it didn't cool. make mm-hmm. the list. Like I said, just because there was a one other game that came out, um, that just did it. So like miles better. Um, so, but yeah, streets of rage four, that's my honorable mention. 
Nice. Okay, I was kind of like you. I was going to buy that game, but um, I held off because I wasn't sure it was good. I was a big fan of the original game, so is it a buy? It's a buy. It's a definite yeah? buy. Okay. It's a def- like I said, there's just there was a game yeah, that I did mean, it better. And that's the only reason why. And people are people are probably gonna be mad right. because the game that did it better didn't come out last year, but it's the game that I played last year as well. Like I literally played them back to back. So I had a direct yeah. comparison okay. and I was like, This game clearly does it better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to hear. <laughs> well, for me, what only my only Iceborne and my number two didn't come out this year. For me. Okay. But I mean mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so Fabled or Austin, <laughs> what's your honorable mention? So I had a tough time kind of coming up with one. Um, and just to be honest with you, I literally just looked at my Steam list and just grabbed one that I played for for quite a minute. Um, you may not have <laughs> you seriously though, you may not have heard of it. It's on Steam. It's an early access game, but it's called Secrets of Grindea. And if you've ever played, we've all played it, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, it's that same mm-hmm. similar art style, but never beat um, it. <laughs> but the cool concept that it's about is that you create your character and you go on this world and go on a whole bunch of quests to level up and uh, your character. There's nothing really that pulls you into the story. I just like the art style and the direction that it's going. Mm-hmm. It's not finished. It's nearly access, but there's a lot of character customization you can do with certain skill trees for being a warrior a magician um or just basically being a jack of all trades i find it fun but i've only played it for a few hours um but i don't really have another honorable mention except for that game so i looked up the art style it kind of looks like toe jam and earl meets stardew valley (laughs) yeah yeah. I'm not go like I, mean, I just looked at it on a computer. I'm looking at this. Up. You, I'm you say this up. that's funny because Stardew Valley and Toe Jam and Earl for me both stick out because of their music. So mm-hmm. that was like, oh, that'd be an interesting soundtrack. That would be actually <laughs> some hip hop, some Stardew funk, and it's a Secrets of Grindea if you want to look it up. No, Secrets of yeah. I would okay, I wouldn't dry. just call Stardew's music uh, farmer. It's very I said weird farmer music. It like lulls you into this sense of like calm while you farm. It's got some like yeah, I suppose tunes if I if I remember. It's got like some really fun bar- boss fights too. You talking about secrets of Grindea? Yeah, 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 Grindea. Yeah, I've heard of it before. I'd never seen it. It's a farm sim Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's uh, that's, that's, that's Sakuna or whatever. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Actually, that's that's probably a good way to describe it. Actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll move on to number five. I mean, did you have everything you said, wanted to say about Grindea? Yeah, that was sorry. it. Oh, you're fine. Okay. Um. So number five, I literally can't talk about it. Sorry, but. Um, it's Age of Calamity, and that's all I can say. All right. Because. <laughs> all right. We'll accept <laughs> that. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and for the listeners, uh, if you want to hear my opinion on that, you can listen to the uh, Best of 2020 that we did with uh, 
Rexicon Jesse from The Escapist um, because I describe in a great detail as to why I really like that game. And I've only rolled credits. I haven't done 100% on this. So because bickering bucks, we're not supposed to talk to each other about the games we're doing and it's the game we're currently supposed to be doing. So yeah, I'm even kind of cheating a little bit by putting it on my list. But I mean, I want to be honest about my list. So there you go. So yeah, Age of Calamity. And it's my only Switch game on the on the thing. Uh, developed by Omega Force, came out this year. Ta-da. Okay. Uh, Brian. All right. Number five. I don't think we're I don't think we have much to say about my number five either, um, mm-hmm. because we've already talked about it. Here it goes. Mm-hmm. Drum roll. Carrion. Oh um, yes. Carrion was my number five. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Carrion almost made uh, my I still list. Still got to drive to your house to fight you, buddy. <laughs> I a Carrion was very you know very strong contender for my list, and I and I put uh, Age of Calamity on over it. Um, I yeah I, I I won't say too much ex- more except for one I I I wasn't sure I was gonna like the game and I loved it. Two I got two other people to play the game because I talked about it so much and they loved mm-hmm. it. And um, it, it, the pacing and everything like that, the sounds, it was all good. The death, the destruction, game, yeah. the eating people like ragdolls. Yeah. It's just so good. Actually, uh, Awesome oh, Games yeah. Done Quick did a speed run of this game. Freaking amazing. Oh, How quick you was should, it? You should look it up on their YouTube. How quick, how yeah. long did it take them to do the speed run? Because I think I played it, like, it, you know, five or, five or seven five hours minutes. on or something like that. No, <laughs> no it know. was... <laughs> It was like 40 minutes or something like that. I don't remember exactly. Still not bad. That's still really good. quick. Yeah. They really good. They did some uh they did some wonky skips. Wonky skips. I'll have to check it out. Um, okay. Uh there's a skip that involved like you're there's remember you're supposed to get that invisibility power to get past lasers? Yeah. Yeah. There's that that one scenario. I don't know if you guys remember, but it's the very first time where you see lasers, and you have to sort of like get through the lasers in a circular fashion to not trip the door to go in and go into like a new area. Like yeah. you actually have to. Um, so he gets into the medium bottom body size and purposely stretches himself in certain way that when he trips it, so he's able pulling the switch to turn on the lasers constantly, and he's stretched himself all the way around and curled himself into that room and then slides in. What? You know, he, huh. Oh yeah. It was weird. So he was both pulling the switch and being there at the same time is what wow. made him. And it was like very difficult to pull off because he, he tries it. Like, it's not like, Oh, I did it. I'm done. You know, it's a good four or five minutes of the run is him trying to get this done, but it was enough wow. of a time skip that it was worth it. So, wow. Yeah, it's it's insane. So yeah, Brian, that's your number five. So Jacob, number five. Yeah. My wow. number five is number five a going game quick. that apparently came out for mobile in 2015, uh, but they ported it to Switch in 2019. I got it on a sale on the Switch in 2020, and that mm-hmm. game is Agent A. Temple Run. Agent <laughs> A. Agent A. Yeah, Agent A. A puzzle in disguise. So I know you. I know I don't talk about it much with you guys, but I really love my puzzle games um, yes he does okay yeah i got i honestly do like uh, yeah i played um portal i i don't okay. think i played portal one because i didn't have it on the system like thing. uh but i did play like portal classic two. Doom? No, 
I did play Portal Two. <laughs> like two, right? Um, but I did play Portal Two. Hey, it's a key hunt. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Baba, <laughs> Baba is you. Uh, like if, we, if this was 2019, Baba is you would definitely be mm-hmm. on the list, like hands down, bar none. Um, Don't forget but I played a few puzzle played games that for a long time. Um, and Agent A was one that I picked up that I was honestly surprised about. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it maybe for like somewhere between two and five dollars. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, I know. But picked oh. it up and I, I started playing it. I was just looking for something different. I was like, oh, let me play this. And it's kind of got like this escape the room vibe mixed okay. with a puzzle game mixed with a point and click. So you're like going through um, finding different things, finding different switches to hit. Basically, you're trying to track down this other spy that's a traitor to your agency or whatever. So you're going and you're going. You found her oh. uh, safe house and, she, yeah. and the agent has mm-hmm. the safe house completely loaded with stuff and so but while you're going through you're also getting story um there are really cr- cleverly crafted puzzles um and it was one of those games that like i think i picked up and i got it on like a thursday and i had beat it by sunday like i did not stop like i played no other games in the meantime and for a game to do that for me like hands down it has to make the list no matter what and uh agent a, Man, i don't agent know a that's just how i games. game in general like i don't like to i don't like to multitask on my game it's like i don't I typically focus on one at a time, if I can. Yeah, that's for the birds. <laughs> I, I only I only do it like if I really 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 like a game. Like you'll see me either that or like I get into a routine. But normally, um, yeah, normally if I sit down and completely like just play all game, and that's the only game that I play, then that means that that game is really 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 good. Um, so yeah, a- Agent A. If you ever see it for any other things again you can get it on ios you can get it on android um and it's it looks like it's on everything current so uh yeah if you ever see agent a pick it up it's a great game okay cool uh austin number five number five numero five so this is a pre-2020 game and i just kind of got back it's in fine it. uh mm-hmm. it's a game that was quite popular when it came out um, but then just slowly the uh, play, the numbers of, of gamers you play the game just dwindled. Um, you may have seen it already. It's Neo, the Neo series. I Oh, just, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I picked that up in 2017, and I never sat down to pick it up again. And then I started recently getting back into it. And just the game, to me, is just phenomenal. Like, I'll pick it up, put it down, and so you're playing as a samurai in the Edo era of Japan, and your goal in the game is to stop Kelly, a anarchist or whatever, who is trying to destroy the uh, trying to destroy the world and bring in the evil demonic yokai to take over the planet and turn the world into a demonic realm. Um, I I do have a slight correction for you, yeah, because yeah. I I played it this year too, um, or maybe it was last year. Um, you're not a samurai. You're an Irishman. Thank you. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're well, a, okay. You're a, <laughs> a, you, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Right there. How do we get from samurai to Irishman? Where was the disconnect? Um, you <laughs> are in Japan, <laughs> and yeah. you are trained under a samurai, but you but are entirely Irish. Irish. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Be an Irish samurai. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, so you were a guy gym. Pretty much what a you are. Okay, I got you. Or well, <laughs> I wouldn't know what they would call the uh, European nope. version of that, but guy gym. Guy gym. Okay. Guy gym. You'd be American gym or European guy gym. I don't know how to say that. In... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, isn't isn't Gaijin like one of the Godzilla monsters? Like, what? that's okay. Kaiju. <laughs> Gaijin is like outsider. I'm making a joke. Yes, I I know. <laughs> Gaijin. Either way, I like the. Uh, it's it's got a Dark Souls esque type of gameplay. So if you haven't played Dark Souls, listener listeners, mm-hmm. Dark Souls basically is a game that's extremely difficult. Oh. Even these, uh, the the smallest enemy can defeat you within a couple of hits but the cool aspect i like to call it unfair difficulty yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> the unfair we difficulty. Could, we could add that in there unfair difficulty they but, purposely uh, lead you into traps and kill you i mean that's the whole point i mean there are definitely moments yeah, i just uh, actually played a level yesterday where you're fighting some of the yokai and some of the evil uh, men in the are in the uh, opposing army and mm-hmm. there's a crevice that leads to nowhere like just a black abyss and you could like fall into that as you're fighting other monsters so be aware of that if you're playing certain parts of the game you will fall into those if you're not careful um i like the combat the way they have it divided so you don't just have a sword and a shield you have your... oh there's so many different weapons yeah. yes you have kuri kuri i'm probably saying kuri sama yeah, there yeah something like that sama um, you then also have spears. You can use pole arms or whatever. Um, you can yeah, I, I was sword. a spear user. I use the uh, I like the dual sword and spears. Um, you could also do just standard katana. Um, there's just a high weapon variety and different skill sets you can add to your skill combinations to basically make your experience fun mm-hmm. as you avoid being killed. Um, the boss fights are also extremely difficult. Um, <laughs> you, you have to really watch the uh, boss fights, but there's some other tweaks you can do. Like you can do uh, om, Omnio Magic um, to slow down someone if you want to, or you can increase your defense or decrease their key, which is how they move around and how they make all types of moves and how you make all types of moves uh, in the game yeah, itself. Yeah, their magic, essentially. Their Pretty magic much. Bar. The game is just fun and I label it my number five because I want to get through the second game. And not only that, it's just I find it extremely fun. And I've picked it up, and that's mostly what I've been playing lately for the past few months because it's just easy to pick up for me. I may pick it up again because I picked it up specifically because I wanted to play it. Um, Mm -hmm. It was either last year or the year before. Um, I liked it, but here's the problem. It's my shitty PS4. And I really yeah. hate that system. <laughs> and I am... Well, no, I'm serious. Like, this... Oh, I know you are. PS, the the thing, like, I don't have a freaking eject button anymore. I had to pull the thing out. So... Use that, that knife. <laughs> you can't, no. So I have to manually... Like, not manually, but I have to go into the menu, hit options on uh, on whatever's in, and eject and it. And eject. Um, yeah. Now, how does this game compare to, like, Sekiro? Not as good, in my yeah. opinion. Sekiro is really good? good, but it's, okay. it's this game is a step down from Sekiro. Sekiro was my number okay. one game of the year, the year <clears throat> 2019. So, 
Oh, yeah. was okay. I would have chosen that, but I really in this same discussion that I had for the main show, the the exact format. Mm. All right. Neo solid game. I I, I I approve. Thank you. Sham <laughs> approved, everybody. <laughs> yep. All right, number four. Now the rest of these I played on PC. All of them PC. All right. Uh, number four is uh, actually an indie title developed by Hyper Strange Studios uh, on the PC. Um, it released in 2020, and it's called Elderborn. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Brian, I have definitely talked to you about this game. Uh, Elderborn, you mm-hmm. are first-person barbarian in a Dark Souls-style game where... Punishing difficulty, retrieve your souls, that kind of stuff. Um, one of the best things about this game, and it's hilarious, is they give you a kick. Now, a kick, what it does is instead of, like, if a monster's blocking you, the idea isn't always get behind the monster. So a lot of these 3D uh, combat games, they want you to position better. This one is more about which option do I have offensively to break their guard or get through what they're doing or what can I do defensively if they're attacking rather than positioning, right? So you either have blocking, you have deflecting, uh, a little bit of dodging, but you don't dodge near as much as you do in others, these like style of games, but the kick is a knockback. There are so many cliffs and you get so much enjoyment out of kicking people off of cliffs and they're screaming bloody murder as they're flying down. It is hilarious, and I love it. Um, very short, I would say. So it's actually for a difficult game. I like it to be shorter. Um, I like it to be a little bit more forgiving in that aspect because you kind you can kind of get um, fatigued going at that high octane for so long in a game. You know what I mean? Um, that's that's really what happens a lot with uh, Dark Souls with me and Bloodborne is I get like. I'm like halfway through the game and I'm just like, this is just not fun anymore. I am just not having fun. Um, and I just don't like the mechanics, especially of Bloodborne, but, um, the mechanics on this felt really good. It was like, it was like, a uh, it was like a, a nice rock, paper, scissors kind of deal. It's like, Hey, he has his shield up kick. Oh, he's about ready to attack deflect like, or, or block depending on the weapon you have. Um, and it just like it very much rewards you for both being aggressive and being smart about that turning off that aggression for a split second to avoid a lot of damage. Okay. Um, it looks fun. Very high octane, very fast pace, and but like I said, it's, it's rather short. Um, I don't think I put more than fifteen hours into it and beat it. Okay. So it was pretty good. Um. And I think it was only $30, brand new. Pretty sure at the time. So, yeah, I, I love it. Um, like I don't mind Dark Souls-esque games, right? Uh, where it is, you know, it is about that that difficult, uh, you know, sword and shield combat. But also, this is in first person, and I tend to like first person shooters quite a bit in first person perspective. So, okay. uh, it helps that it's like... Oh, and there's a really cool move. You get a dash that knocks people down as well. So you can dash, knock them down, kick them while they're down, and they just fall off a cliff. And you're like, I win. <laughs> like, 
Oh, it's so good. It's the bosses are where you're more concerned about the defensive actions than the than the rabble. You know what I mean? But the rabble are just so fun to beat the crap out of that it's just it's pretty good. You get into these fights though where you got like 15, 16 guys coming at you at once though. It gets a really hazy at those times, but it's fun. And then you get abilities unlocked for weapons. They they encourage you to use different weapons instead of saying Hey, I'm going to do this. Like, if you use, like, there was the Kukri that you had a lot that there were deflecting weapons. And if, like, uh, if you leveled them up all the way, like, the Kukri would cause an opening if you deflect. So, it would, no matter what, they would open up their chest and you could just, like, swing in and stab them and stuff. Like, it was... Wow. It was really cool. It was a lot of, a lot of different and fun mechanics shoved into um, a genre that that I think needed some shaking up. In my opinion. Okay. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, I'm looking cool. at it now because it's, it's a it's a first person. Yep. Like, dungeon crawler hack and slashing thingy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, right. also, if you're into metal, um, I was it was informed. Uh, I was yes. informed that this is thrash metal throughout the whole thing. Okay, thrash is all um, right. It fits the game very well. Very, very well. I'm not a metal fan. I enjoyed this music because I felt like that's what it was... Pl- that's like... That's what this feels like. <laughs> High energy. Let's go. Like, let's, let's fuck some dudes up and kick them off cliffs. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever feel the need to yell this is Sparta when you kick somebody off the cliff? I did it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yes! That is... Proof. There is that also is a spear and shield combo. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so basically, this so is the game to yes. play when you've had a really Real bad Sparta. day and you want to mess some people up. Yes. Um, yeah, and I finished it in maybe two weeks, I think. It was really good. All right, uh, so Brian, number four. All right, my number four. Before I tell you my number four, I'll have to preface, preface, preface it with this. Um, one, I think up until mm-hmm. like a few years ago, I'd say about five years ago, wasn't huge on indie games. And there's some gentlemen in this group Pretty much all of you guys mm-hmm. played a lot more yeah. indie games than I did. Shovel and, Knight, um, yo. Got, good, good. Got Hot me time. loving them. So, uh, this, this, <laughs> so this is this is uh, number four. Is Shake Down the Light. about that game? I did too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I never. There was never two people it. in this group who talked about this game and Obviously not me. About it being released. Oh, I gotta look. I gotta look at what it was released. On the, it was released on, in uh, Released on the Switch. Oh, okay, that's why. Yeah, that's it was released twenty nineteen. But I, I don't ever forget. Shakedown Hawaii. Okay, you're good. It went on sale okay. at the beginning of the year, okay. and I finally picked it up. Be, but you guys talked about it so it much so leading fun. up to twenty nineteen. And I was like, this game just doesn't look that that's good. Funny. Is what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know. It can't be that good. And it went on sale. I was like, "Well, two dollars." Like two dollars. Holy it, shit! You know, really? Two dollars? It was yeah. like, <laughs> I think I think wow. I, was, I think it was two or five five bucks. Though. I paid I think for it was this four game. Bu- five bucks. And Gmo <clears throat> and um and 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 Fable talked about it. And I was like, you know what? 
for a few can, bucks. Can, can I cut you off? Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I give you some? Got it? So here's yeah. the thing, guys. When that game, because Austin and I love Retro City Rampage, the, the <laughs> prequel, I guess, to Shakedown Hawaii. And we saw that Shakedown. It was in one of like mm-hmm. the first trailers for the Switch. So Austin and I are freaking out. We're just like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, shut down fire. It's going to be. And then the game mm-hmm. disappears. Because yep. like, the Switch came out in what, 2017 or 2016? Yep. 2016, I believe. 2016. Oh, yeah. So the game disappeared for three years. And for three years, Off they're the just like, it's map. coming any day now. It's co-. And it was supposed to be a <laughs> launch title. Mm hmm. And you guys kept reminding us at like every direct. So I was just like, oh, this game got, yeah. Austin and I were like basically like, like, I just couldn't fans, believe like it. The, the terrible Smash fans. We're like, they still haven't showed Shakedown like every direct. Where was Pretty Shakedown? Much. I mean, Hawaii? you guys <laughs> yeah, are terrible direct. Smash fans. I am not a terrible uh, Smash fan. Don't you want to be with those people? Much I should. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. BK. So, go ahead. Go ahead which, buddy. by the way, who was the character so, announced I've, yesterday? I got it. I legit don't know. You said what? Didn't they have an, a character announcement yesterday no, morning? No, they did not. No. My timeline, they supposed my to? timeline would have been. Since Sephiroth, there hasn't been one, I believe. Leaks. Leaks. Fake, you know, uh, uh, rumors, rumors. Um, anyways, yeah. uh, I played the game, mm-hmm. and I, I fell yeah. in love with the game. The game was really good. I loved going through the city, wreaking havoc, <laughs> shaking down the shops, and own, trying to literally own the whole yeah. island. It was great. Um, the the kind of like you said, Retro City Rampage. I never played that game, but you know it's similar ish to like like an older Grand Theft Auto game to me. Except for there's yeah. a lot of tongue in cheek stuff in there, so a lot a yeah. lot of it's just hilarious. Um, the main character, he's a fumbling businessman who just who who, who instead of trying to be a smart businessman, he yeah just wants <laughs> the truth. So he tries his best. And when he fa- <laughs> and when he fails, you do things like oh, like this Amazon-like company who can ship stu- ship stuff to their customers in two days or less um, is taking all your business. Mm-hmm. You just rob the- and steal their trucks, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then that puts Amazon out of business. And then, and then you take over. Um, so like, like that's <laughs> he hears about this whole VR thing, and then he just decides to take over VR company. Doesn't know what it is. Doesn't really work, but it doesn't yep. matter. He's yeah. gonna make money off of it. Like you, you're this like sneaky sleazy guy with his weird <laughs> flipping son. Yeah. His son, <laughs> his son is this yeah. wannabe gangster who's like, I need to get street cred, and then his almost gets killed by gangsters. Me of <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> of Michael's son from GTA Five, and I didn't think that because he's already a parody of yeah. gangster. And like his and the guy's son in Shakedown Hawaii is even more I, of a parody than that. It's it's pretty insane. He reminded me of B Rad from, uh, from uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. That's what he reminded me of. Like it was it was basically Malibu's Most Wanted B Rad. He was like it, to me. And then you had fixer. his um, what was it? His uh, henchman. His henchman. Which, which you could play as, and he was <laughs> taking over avocado yeah. farms. Oh, yeah, when they were sending like, him down to, like, South great. America. From, <laughs> yep. Oh, my gosh. South America yeah, that, to, to, to fight yeah. the cartels. So you, because, so you could directly good. source yeah. that. Game, that, that they did, find, I'm going to tell you, like, they did it so much better than the City Rampage. <laughs> they did. Um, like, it was, it was definitely park. one of those games that when it was done, yeah. I was sad mm-hmm. that it was over. Yeah. Or when you like my, my one of my favorite ones is when he's like, you know what, we can just 
we can just take over the these these take over these fruits that nobody wants these jackfruits yeah. what's called superfoods <laughs> and sell them for like eight times the price. It stinks. It doesn't taste good, but we'll tell them it's a superfruit. Yeah. I'm just cracking up. Like it's, it's so much, so much parody to just like things that in life, in other games, in pop culture, like all that, all that just made fun of and laid bare in this game. And it, it is a fun. Sh- it's relatively short. I mean, compared to, but I, I spent a ton of time. I mean, if you yeah. just do the main story, it's relatively short. But I mean, you can spend a ton of time. My trying favorite to take part of Hawaii. Whole Island. Um, but yeah, that's. I am. I think I'm at. Okay. I think ninety percent. So I'm not done. I'm not quite done. I meant to circle oh. back to it to, to, finish, to finish it off. I play. I played it. Oh, sorry. I I'm now confused. Someone retweeted on once because one sixteen was when Byleth was revealed last year. Oh. Someone retweeted it for this year and got a mm-hmm. bunch of people, me included. Oh. Yeah. I'm <laughs> That's a Smash fan. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I will. I'll have to give. I'll have to give. Uh, kudos uh, think, to is I it so. V, v- yeah. Blank Entertainment? That's, I, a, that's a company. Yeah. I put my, it on my good, wish good list as good we game. were talking. So my favorite, my favorite part of the game, which I I would have to circle back <laughs> and like beat that game like crazy. My favorite part of that game was where there was a there was a mission where you found out about energy drinks, and the guy didn't know anything about energy drinks. So you go <laughs> to the company and you basically buy them out, and then you have to figure out the formula. For how they make it, and then they buy the company that's making that mm-hmm. formula. It's it's just insane. It's so absurd. <laughs> it's, it's insane. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, what about the commercials for the energy drinks and stuff like that, where you like you like mm-hmm. like you have to make this commercial, and you end up like the guy who you, who does the commercial. I think okay. it's the same no, guy who no. steals yes. cars <laughs> for you. Yeah, it's so absurd. <laughs> it is so absurd. So like you, it's. Yeah. It's like, and he's also yeah. like your he's one like, of your advisors. You're supposed to have like, possible it's, it's deniability. Just the game is just so that's why you need henchmen. But he's still, but the <laughs> but the main character is still going yeah. out and committing like a ton of heinous crimes on uh-huh. top. It's insane, <laughs> horrendous crimes. <laughs> but that's why you have this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this it's costume you wear. It's and the yeah. whole game. It's so dope. It's so enjoyable. It literally had me laughing the entire time. Oh man, yeah. Actually, what's funny is Whitney was Whitney was watching me playing, and she was chuckling over my shoulder, which was which was great because she was just like super fruit, like the super fruit section in the Amazon section. She saw and she just laughed her head off. The what whole was it? Nice. There's a coffee. Yep. There's a coffee it's quest too. It's on my list now. Uh, but yeah. All right. Looking forward to seeing that on your uh, 2021 games right. of the year. Yep, that's it for. <laughs> we'll see. It might be there. Uh, I mean. Who knows? I picked up uh, all three of the original Ace Attorneys today, or not today, this week. Ooh. Uh, for My seven kind of dollars. Wow. On Switch. That so is, I'm like, that is so cheap. I'm like, ooh. I, <laughs> objection. Objection. <laughs> but the problem is, I haven't been able to put down Hades, even though I rolled credits on it. That's so, okay. When you I'm, sit I'm down and play Phoenix Wright, let me know. I've heard that. Yeah. Stop we're, talking about we got, it. We got, we got a list. We got a list to do, guys. I've been holding off too. We're, we're I know. do. <laughs> Get so off track. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's Jacob. Yeah. Uh, uh, my number go. four game is the game that did it better than Streets of Rage Four. And mm-hmm. had I played it in 2019, it would have been on 2019's list. But River City Girls. That is a game oh, that I, I saw that again. I'm, I'm the kind of dude I've, I heard I'm about up, it. Uh, played Streets of Rage, all three okay. games. 
Um, I played Golden Axe One. Uh, I've played uh, what's that? Final Fight. I played a few other beat 'em ups. TMNT, the TMNT beat 'em ups. Like beat 'em ups are literally one of the things that me and my sister did growing up. Like we played a ton of beat 'em ups. So um, the revival was on, but River City Girls. I never played the Kunio Kun or River, River City Ransom, however you want to put it. But I never played the Kunio Kun series. Really? And so when I saw River City Girls, it just I was like, I don't know if this is really gonna be my cup of tea. My wife is actually the one that was like, we should play this game. And I was like, you know what? Mm. Tell you what, we made a deal. I was like, you play River City Girl. I was like, I'll play River City Girls if you play Streets of Rage 4 with me. And so that's how I ended up playing River City Girls. We played that first. And when I was playing through Streets of Rage 4, I was like, man, I kind of like River City Girls a little better because it has combo systems. Um, in this, in It's like an open world map, actually. So you can kind of go, once you unlock different parts of the world, you can literally go and fast travel um, in the world wherever you want um but they have like the levels into and there's the story is um very tongue-in-cheek very funny um there's a couple of curveballs and spoilers that they throw at you at the end that are i i just can't i can't i can't even go through it without like giving away like massive spoilers just know that okay. river city girls is very well written uh voice acted and is freaking hilarious um, playing through the entire time though, like the comp for me, it was the combo system that made everything though. Cause they, like for any beat em up, like having the combo system where I'm like, okay, I'm going to kick you up in the air. I got my air combo. I got the different throws. I'm going to bounce on somebody's head. Like, and each girl has their own complete move set. So you're buying the different unlocks as you go through and you're like, okay, well now I'm going to get this and now I'm going to get this new special move and now I'm getting, so you, your move list just keeps growing and growing the entire time you play it till you get to the end of the game. Um, it's pretty well balanced uh, for two players. We It was it was kind of hard, too. Um, Street Fighter, I mean, not Street Fighter, Streets of Rage 4, I think we only died maybe once or twice. River City Girls, it brought the pain. Like, there was, I think there was one part where we had died, like, against one boss, maybe, like, six or seven, eight times, something like that. Um, so it's got, it's got a pretty good piece of difficulty to it. Um... But yeah, I, I can't re- I can't recommend it enough. If you love the beat 'em up genre from way back when, and you need a game to play now, mm-hmm. I one hundred and thirty five thousand percent would recommend River City Girls. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to look this up. See if it's on. If it's on Steam, it's on Steam. It's probably. I said it should be. No, on Steam. I don't play Steam. Fuck Steam. Well, which dag? Yeah, don't use Steam. God, River City wow. Girls. There it is. Good Go shot. Well, it's on Switch too. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd rather. Bop, I'd rather bop, play. Shots fired. Uh again, listeners know my opinion of Steam. It, you don't. It's the D. Uh, you don't own. It's digital rights stuff. You oh, dear. You own a license. You, no, it's not the DRM. You oh, sorry. own a license. You don't own a copy of the game, and there's a big difference to that for me. I got you. And that's why I subscribe to a different overlord called Good Old Games, and All they right. have it. Um, oh, by I the like way, Elderborn on Good Old Games is $9 right now. Okay, I'm moving over there to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, yeah, it's... That- uh. Go ahead. I'll say that's it. That's it for me. Uh, I looked into it. I 
Not as uh, that is more of a Switch title for me. I think I don't think I'd play okay. that on PC. Like I said, it it was one of those ones that at first glance I just was like, I don't know. I I, I really felt that way. Like for me, it, it kind of looked like a low budget Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and I was like, Yeah, which by the just way, that's released. One. That's another one I got yeah. this year, even though I already bought it on PC. Well, um, I'm a little. I mean, I'm joking. I'm a, I'm joking about this, but kind of half joking. <laughs> That I'm a little upset that they released that because now my PlayStation Three won't be worth hundreds of dollars because I still had it on there. Yeah, I forgot because then they delist it from the store after a while. They did. Yeah, they did. So yeah. that's yeah. why. That's why like PS Threes without on its hard drive like downloaded, uh, which it is. I've never deleted it. Uh, uh, was like worth quite a bit for collectors, and yeah. 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 It's no longer the case. <laughs> I'll you think. But yeah, that's cool. River City Girls. I'm looking into that one too. I like beat em ups quite a bit. Yeah, okay, Austin, you're number four. Numero Quattro. So, for mm-hmm. me... This game was unveiled in 20, what, 20, early 2019? Uh, during one of the Square Enix. I don't Enix, know what it is. It was during one of the Square <laughs> yeah. Enix press trials where they had a really terrible, uh, I think it was an E3, a really e- terrible E3 presentation. But not only Final Fantasy VII, but this game was there as well. It's a really fun game. Brian and I have talked about it a couple times. I don't think, I don't think uh, Gmo and I have talked about it a lot. But it's Trials of Mana. Okay. That I respect that I respect probably... your your choice. I couldn't play this game for more than 15 minutes. I played it down. <laughs> that is yeah. probably the most Austin pick on this list. I'm interested to see what his number one is, but that's probably that's a very Austin pick for what I know Austin likes. I, I played about 12 hours yeah, of that game. Old school JRPG. Yep. 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 I played about 12 hours of the game. I liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah, I like it. I'm playing through it right not right now, but I'm playing. As we know, we're playing through Hyrule AOC. But before Hyrule AOC, I was playing this, and um, okay, the the voice acting is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it's more of the mm-hmm. <laughs> like there are certain segments the where like you is... you listen to one of the uh, you're talking to one of the uh, spirits or gods or whatever, and they start talking like, "Huh, hey, what's up?" And you're like, "Um, that." That doesn't sound right, but anyway, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. You've got great combat. You've got your progression of characters uh, through the leveling system, where you can change out classes um, on the fly. Who'd you pick before you go into battle? Uh, my first pick right now is I, I think I'll probably try to go through it again, but it's Durand, uh, Reese, and Kevin. Okay. So Duran is the is the, the fable well, knight. Yeah, I yeah. like the I like the Durand. unique names then Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> right. Kevin. <laughs> but uh Duran is the fabled knight. Um That's what I started with. Reese is the is the uh Valkyrie commander of I forget the name of their town, but she's a Valkyrie commander. And Kevin is the son of a beast king or beast tribe. Yep. Um, which their beast tribe can shape shift at night into beasts, and during the day, they are normal humanoids with furry ears. Um, and I, I, it's 
it's really the story is good. Voice acting is not that great, but it's the combat system is where the game shines. Yeah. Um, I haven't even okay. picked up any magic or anything like that because these classes don't have uh, magic-based attacks. That's why I'm thinking of just redoing my playthrough because most of it's just attack, attack, attack anyway, well, the or special Valkyrie, attack. The Valkyrie yeah. gets some, some magic. She gets, she gets some. 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 It's most of it's support. But it's not... Though. Right, and for it's not it's not balanced on my playthrough, so I think I might go back and just try to replay it and get a magician character in there and see how that turns out and see if it gives some more variety. What's really cool about that game, um, is, you know, you, you I think was it six characters you have to choose from? So I think that's that's the, the number of characters to start off. You have to choose from from the start, but depending choose on three. who you choose, well, I mean, you have I think is it a pool of six? I'm pretty sure. I think it's a pool of six. You it's can a pool from. of seven, six or seven, seven, I think. Okay. Well, a- anyway, the um, what's cool about it is that when you choose those characters, you guys, your people will have their own story. Kind of like similar-ish to Octopath Traveler in, in some sense, kind of. But like... Okay. Those three characters will will those three characters will actually have a their own story, and if you chose three other characters, depending on your party makeup, they may actually have a totally different story, um, and mm-hmm. that means like the end right. boss, what you do in the middle, because each of them have like a background problem in their land that you'll go out and fix, and it'll tie into the main story, and then the main story itself will change based on which three you have. You actually the main bad guy may be somebody totally different or based on the three you have. Plus, depending on the, the, the ones you have, you can have, like, love interests and not inside of your party. Um, if I think the group you have, you I think the I think was the Valkyrie and the and Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> the Valkyrie Kevin! and Kevin can, uh, can be together, I, I think. Um, but, yeah, there's... Uh. There's so I, I I spent a lot of time trying to figure out who I was going to play just because I wanted to know, I was like well which 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 people give me kind of all the things I want out of the story like I want a little bit of a romance I also want to know some background information and I also want to mm-hmm. kind of have this kind of boss towards the end and so I kind of looked at what that would look like beforehand and then chose my characters. Yeah, as you can mm. probably tell, I just winged with it. Um, like I do all like I do all things, but I think I'll probably go back and um, and reselect my characters because, like I said, it's not a it's fun, but I need some variety in my playthrough. And then on top of that, I want to also see what romantic interests are there and who's my boss going to be at the end. I'm still going to play it? through it, but I'm probably going to do a new game plus and do it that way. It's a short game. I mean, it's like twenty hours when you, <clears throat> to to actually beat the game, so you sh- you should be able to play multiple playthroughs. Without you know um, putting too much time into it. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's my number four. Hmm. All right. All righty. Even though I didn't enjoy it, I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I just didn't. Listen, that's what I said. It's, a, it's the, that's an Austin pick. It really it's is. Because like, Austin. Sometimes also it's like me though. I like every once in a while I I know I play it back. I'm like, look, this game is trash. I can't recommend <laughs> it to anybody, but it was my favorite. It's my list, so everybody shut up. <laughs> well, I enjoyed twenty twenty. You know, all right. Hopefully you don't got another one hey. that's on there. I almost put the Avengers game on my list. I'm just gonna let you know. It's not on there. I almost like 
There's some like, controversial hey, statements you know, about that game. As long as if you enjoyed it, then you enjoyed it, man. That's not, um, you know, just because it's getting panned for all these different reasons. Like, yeah. <clears throat> whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I guess we're down to number three. So that's me, number three. Uh, so number three, uh, Brian, you and I have talked about this game quite a bit. Uh, and I know you've played it. For me, uh, PC from Shiro Games, Northguard, which is a strategy game. Uh, or, yeah, RTS. Um, real-time strategy. Uh, Northguard, you play as a chosen uh, tribe of Vikings in a fantastical setting with Wyverns and Valkyrie and Draugar and stuff. And you try to dominate the map like Age of Empires or that kind of thing. Um, against other tribes and other things and it uh it, i like this game a lot because it did a lot of things that i really like to how i like to play in in this style of game because i don't like starcraft's kind of like zerg rush kind of stuff even though conceptually i like the zerg the most i don't really like the whole build a base you know micromanage everything to a key and then like go attack the other person while I'm micromanaging this and this kind of thing. Um, you have to claim territories before you can build in them. And you can't claim a territory that isn't connected to your territory. So you have to slowly grow your territory and resources. And yeah, you can send out people to fight, but you'll have to fight through every single hostile space up until that enemy base. Oh, wow. If you find it like, it's very much like grid combat mixed with an RTS because it is still real time, but like you have to capture areas. You have to, there's a lot of like, so it's like you get to, it's kind of like almost forced turtling mechanics. And I love it mm -hmm. for that. Um, <laughs> so, so they, so they, they kind of slow the pace down then. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. So they, but it's still, you still got to worry about stuff. So if you build in a way, here's the crazy thing. If you claim territory, like in a beeline to try to get somewhere, you've pretty much put enemies on both of your sides too. Like mm. you, you really have to plan out what you're capturing and when, okay. uh, a lot of the time, uh, it's a very, it's, it's probably the, my favorite real time strategy game I have ever played. Um, does it have a campaign mode? It has a campaign, which I beat. How and long then, would you say a typical map takes? Typical map? Yeah. I mean, about as any real-time strategy. We're talking like an hour or so. I'm not but, I'm not familiar with the genre. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, it's hour, hour and a half. Could be multiple if it's a really, really in-depth uh, scenario. Uh, some of them can be shorter, like 20, 15 minutes, depending, especially early ones. Um but they're all but it's unique in the fact that um like every th faction you pick so there's different tribes like there's a tribe of the elk tribe of the goat tribe of the bear tribe like tribe of the wolf tribe of the hawk like there's all these different animals they represent and they're all they all have these unique bonuses based on like what they are so like i can't remember which one it is but one of them it's like they don't farm. There's no farm. 
So you can't get food for your stuff unless you go out and raid other people's places. Oh, goodness. But you get a shit ton of food for doing that. Like, it's uh, it's really cool, like, how the play style is changed up. Now, not entirely so, but largely changed up by which faction you end up playing. And the story mode introduces you to a, a few of the easier ones. Um, especially, like, the elk, the bear, and the... Uh, um, What's the goat? Uh, mm. Tribe of the goat. So, like, they they introduce you to some of these mechanics. Then, when you finish the campaign, you then have a roguelike style campaign mode. Really? Yes. Wow. You pick a path. Now, granted, you can hit every node on that path, but you say, okay, if I beat this battle, I get this bonus for the next round, and these are static bonuses, and I get to choose, like... I have an extra villager when I start out, or I get, uh, I get a free upgrade on this kind of building every map. Like, it's pretty cool that you get to customize it, and it made me want to play through every faction. Spoilers: I only did one mode, uh, like that after the campaign because I had been playing it so long. Um, but I don't think that I, 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 I think I will go back. But I, yeah, I don't think that I, what I was going to say is I don't think that I'm done with this game. And okay. I put like 80 hours into it. Like, it's wow. really good. Now, I, I was told by Brian specifically that the Switch port is not good. Correct. Um, yeah, so play it on PC if you can. I own it on good old games. Uh, I'm sure it is on Steam if you choose to play on that platform. Um, I think it's on all consoles. But yeah. All consoles, you what they took out was you cannot select units which yeah totally i mean the game it makes the game almost un, almost all but unplayable and yeah i'd imagine so it, to the point where i requ- i got i requested my money back and they gave me my money back and told me to keep the game wow but, yeah wait what game was this north guard wow yeah oh wow mhm <laughs> I ain't never heard yep. that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like so. Was it played on PC? Otherwise, it's a really good game. Um, you can't play an RTS. Yeah, they really without selecting units, and they you can't select units. Yeah. So therefore, <laughs> whoa, whoa, wow, that, yeah, that's yeah, that's it's, very it's weird. Ca- it's kind of weird. It's yeah, it's kind of like watching like watching like a biodome or something grow like. It, like when you play That's, it on console, you don't get to interact as much, so you're just kind of just watching. Like any day now. Oh, that's terrible. They'll sprout wings <laughs> and fly. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, number three is Northguard. Uh, I highly suggest you pick it up. Um, for for a. <laughs> um. So, Brian, you're number three. Number three. Uh, I believe the game came out in 2019, but put, put, put a decent amount of time on it um, this year with my son. Is uh, Ultimate Alliance 3, Black Order, and all of its DLC. Um, if you like kind of the, the beat-em-up type games, or you like um, Diablo-ish, it's, it's kind of like taking, you know, a dungeon, you know, dungeon crawlers like Diablo, and mixing it with a beat 'em up game. Um, there's very stat focused 
um, game for like an Ultimate Alliance series is very it's very different than some of the prior games. So if you're used to some of the prior games, I mean, yeah, you get to play all play with all your heroes, you get to have fun with those um, those, those guys and gals. But um, the like some of the core mechanics are a little bit different when it comes to like equipping your hero. Um, all the equipment are these things called like ISOs. They're crystals that you put on that just really augments your stats. You have this whole giant stat tree for your for all your team that you kind of that you can mm-hmm. kind of progress and update. Um, but what really kind of sh- shown for me is the uh, if you've seen the, any of the DLC, the DLC added a lot of things to to these games. Um, um, one being kind of your, your seasons and rewards. Um, so as you're playing the game to kind of unlock all, all the extra content, the 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 um, costumes, the skills, leveling up, and all that stuff, um, you have season rewards, so like daily rewards and tiered rewards based on how much you've played and, th- and, com- and missions you've completed within like you know whatever the given period they they've assigned. They've added um, some, some special trials, um, including like new characters like Blade and. Um, Night Moon and um, Moon yeah Night. Moon Knight sorry yeah Moon Punisher Night, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah Night, Moon Knight who is Moon Knight <laughs> and uh, Punisher um, the Fantastic Four was part of the DLC and also you can play as Thanos if you if you um, get I think if you beat the last bit of DLC with the Fantastic Four yes yes wow um, one of the really cool Ooh. things that though that they added in the last bit of DLC is uh, challenges. So like you can actually play head to head against other people. I'm um, in the the danger room. Um, there's two kinds of head to head. One of them is um, you ca- you're, you're trying to beat the other team's time, and you actually can see them in real time. So like they'll start up a they'll start up around, and me and Brian will jump in around, and it'll be me and Brian versus whoever else is playing. And we're trying to, you know, beat these like special extra hard missions faster than them. And you get ranked, you get scored, and you actually win a bunch of like DLC. I mean, not DLC, but uh, in-game content and prizes. And that's like on top of the story, which the story is, you know, your typical Marvel um, funness. It's kind of loosely related to like what what the MCU cinematic universe has been, but it's its own thing. As well, you you get to see a lot of uh, characters throughout the um, the MC universe, and you you get a lot of there's this is a pretty good roster, so you get a lot of characters to play as. Um, it is it can be a little grindy at the end, like once you're done, because you, I mean some of the like the post the end game content requires you to be like level eighty or something like that, and, and when you beat the game, you're like at mm. level forty or fifty. So, geez, okay, so that's some grind. Wow. Yeah. Well. Here, here's what I want to say because Brian already knows my grant. We've talked about it offline. The reason why I stop, I literally stop playing. I mean, I and Brian, you, I don't, you guys know I love Marvel. Read the mm-hmm. comics when I was a kid. Still get every them. once in a while when I know I have free time, I get the digital subscription and I'll read through. Com- like I love Marvel comics. Um, he does. My problem with the game is that it was way too like for the what I wanted to just do. I just literally wanted to pick up any character I wanted. Equip a couple things and go play. The problem is if you want to play a character that you haven't played in three or four hours of gameplay, you have to level up, strongly level up a character. Now, in terms of the actual gameplay and the combat and everything else, the game is fine. If you keep one team the entire campaign, 
again, that's fine. But if you give me what was it 40, 30, 40 characters, there's, whatever it is, about I mean, Brian, when Brian turned on the game recently. He's like, I thought you were playing Smash Bros with the number of characters we have available. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, because I want to play all the characters, but the, but to get them up there, and they 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 do give you some XP boosts and stuff like that mm-hmm. when you do some of the um, challenges. But for me, it just at at some point I realized that I wasn't having enough fun with it because of how grindy it was getting. And that's why I just kind of was like, I just probably just need to put it down. Now, I will. Because uh, it was just sour. Uh, okay. What I will say is that the DLC kind of fixed some of that because they introduced um, I forget, shield coins or something like that. Where as you're playing, if you were just playing like the normal playthrough, you would hit these achievements and you would get like a, a ton of XP cubes. And then you could have just played any character you wanted because you'd have no, just you'd have just because dri- you'd have like oh I have thirty XP cubes, this guy who's like level ten I'll just give him four of these extra large XP cubes and now he's you know leveled up ready to ready to go, so okay you only, you don't have to grind mm-hmm. every character that's what's it. and you don't actually have to like hard level up either if you if you just do the challenges and do like once you get past a certain point once you do the challenges and stuff like that you'll get currency to get xp cubes to help you help speed that process up so you're not it's not one level you know one level at a time it's like oh i you know i, I gained three or four levels the old-fashioned way and then i hit this challenge which let me buy like 15 xp cubes and i gained another 10 levels because of that mm. and so that like makes the other right. characters more playable too like you were saying i mean if one of the things you run into like when you're playing through the story, you can swap in one character at a time. You cannot swap in more than one character at a time because the level difference will get you killed. It has a steep, <laughs> steep difficulty. Like, the difficulty is yeah. really high, which I was surprised in comparison to some of the, the other games. It, it, it is a difficult game, but it's Shout fun. Shout out to Dormammu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and some of the content is really, really hard to play by yourself. I, I, you're not the only person. I, I actually, I know like three or four people who've got played a lot more than I have, and they're like, "Yeah, certain certain bits of the content is almost you know, like you can do it by yourself, but it's really hard. Like you're jumping between characters constantly, trying to and not really playing the game. You're more managing the game at that point. Um, when you're playing with two characters, mm-hmm. two people, we, we were able to play and enjoy. And then you can play online together if you want to. So that's another big um, bonus about that game. So yeah. That was my number three. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, I, never... I guess I'm up next, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. It would be. So my number three game is a game that saved my sanity when the world started <laughs> burning and was on fire because <laughs> of the pandemic. I had actually, what's funny is I had actually taken off work to go play uh, Animal Crossing, which Ooh. is my number three game. And by the time Animal Crossing came out, COVID was in full swing. Um, well, not in full swing. Actually, it was just it was just starting up. But uh, yeah. yeah, took time off. It, it was a game that I that I had played me, my wife, and my daughter. Um, and it's a game that we played so much together. And she doesn't. The funny thing is, she's still learning how. Like she literally still. She only has like her sight words that she can read. She played Animal Crossing so much that she can play the game without reading. It's insane. Like she'll wow. go, like get, go through, know where the min- the stuff is, to turn in different quests, and to level up her island, level up herself. Um, but yeah, Animal Cross, Animal Crossing is just one of those games <laughs> that is not my cup. Like I'm not a part of the farming simulation, live a fake life 
type of person because I've always been like, oh, no. yeah. I have a life to live, so why do I need the life? <laughs> but I didn't have a life to live because I was stuck inside for COVID. Uh, so, so you allowed that Animal party to flourish? Kind of fit that. <laughs> it really did fit that uh, that niche for for my family. So there's no way that I could uh, omit it from my list for this year just because of how influential it was i'm glad you uh, put it in your list because i i i was he- i i was debating if i should put it in my list or not but uh, i i i love that game it was a good game yeah i played a lot uh, with i family. played it with a girl i played it with a girl i was dating at the time that uh was not a positive experience so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I played. I liked catching bugs and finding fossils. Okay. Yay. Yeah, I played with Whitney, Brian, and myself. Us three played, and then I, recently Sammy has started playing the game. Um, that and of course he's playing Black Order with me now too. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a beat 'em up game, man, and and, and I per- turn the difficulty down, and he's good to go. <laughs> mm. Daddy, yeah. I hit A to kick. Yes, son. Yes, you do. I mean, Amory did clear cut my whole island. Oh, that did happen. The, Fable did that at once. I did. Yeah, you first brought us over your island. You had clear cut it. Oh yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Then you I started needed. over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so raise it to the ground. <laughs> Salt the earth, so nothing will grow here. <laughs> It was only one tree, okay? And no rocks. What did you do about your island, Fortwine, when she clear-cut it all? <laughs> uh, my natural thing is cherries, because my name, uh, my island name is Cherio. Cheerio. Cheerio. Um, I like that. Um, I had a lot of, like, coconuts and, like, pears and apples and so all those good you know, off island fruits. And she just like, Oh, I can cut things down. And literally the only reason why she hadn't finished clear cutting the whole forest. Um, Oh no. Oh, oh. uh, is because her, the ax broke and she didn't know how to make an ax. Oh, that's terrible. That is, I mean, it's not as bad as my 300 hour Stardew Valley save that Emery just straight up deleted. No, so (laughs) no way. I mean, but I am done with both of those games. I am not going back to either that save or. I think. Uh, but yeah, like I don't, I don't have a lot to say about Animal Crossing. I didn't really enjoy it. I don't think I would. I the only reason I even picked it up was to play with this girl. It ended up being kind of being a psycho. So like, <laughs> I kind of just played it to interact with her, which in that experience wasn't bad at all. But it was like I was doing a lot of stuff to do with her. Like, okay, I rushed getting the clothing store because she wanted to have options for her clothing store and your mine. So she would come to my island and look at the clothes <laughs> that I had and stuff. And it was it was cool in that social interaction of the game. But, like, for me, it was like I liked finding fossils, which you can only do how once a day, right? You only find so many X many things a day. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, I liked catching bugs, which you know was okay. When you get further, you can you can you can you can find a lot of fossils. Like I I use I can find anywhere from like eight to ten or twelve fossils on my island a day. It is kind of fun having a full Spinosaurus on my island. Yes, like just set up like 
I do enjoy that aspect of it, but like, yeah. No, and I get it, Jacob. Yeah, a lot of us were playing at that time. Mm-hmm. I like the collectible piece portion of it, like, yeah, or the complete. If you're a completionist, getting oh, the oh man, filling out the aquarium, getting like you said, collecting the bugs. Five days of completioning, man. Yeah, getting getting the bug. I mean, it, there, it seems like very like in you know small things, but that that journey of oh let me. Let, fishing and doing that to get all the fish to get all the bugs is is it's real it's it's enjoyable i'm not so much big on like the whole designing my everything because i'm just that's just not me i'll yeah. I'll customize things here and there and that's about it but i'm more in for it for like the completionist portion of that game which is like getting those bugs getting the the fish completing the stamps it's, it's cool yeah. but relaxing yeah i think i think the highlight for my year was ring, bringing in the new year with Animal Crossing. Even though I hadn't played it for a minute, <laughs> like me, my wife, and my daughter all stayed up, um, and like she was like super excited to like do the countdown and Animal mm-hmm. Crossing and bring it in. Like I said, so yeah, it's it's one of those games for me. Like I like it. It just had to, it had to be on the list. Like I, I can't see it without it. Uh, I can't see this year without the Animal Crossing. Okay, good good choice, man. Yeah, no, it's and choice. it's fair. Like good choice. You guys played it a lot. I played it a lot. Like, my girls played it a lot, and it makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm passing um, Austin. Cool, cool. So, I've got to preface a lot of my uh, discussions as to why I'm choosing a lot of JRPGs. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> this next. <laughs> This next, preface this next it with gonna be... I am Austin, and that's yeah, exactly not not <laughs> only that, not only that, <laughs> not only that. <laughs> but, that. But JRPGs, I, I love the way they tell their stories. I mean, anyway, uh, the reason why I cho- I'm choosing JRPGs for this round is because one, it's easy for me to pick up and play, and two, in November of last year, which I'm super proud of Square for knowing this, they pull went back to their major archives and decided that they're going to release. Saga Frontier for upcoming for the latest consoles as a remaster. And I never played the original Saga mm-hmm. Frontier. I played Saga Frontier 2, which was a good story mm-hmm. in my opinion, but I didn't really beat it. Um, I got like halfway through the game and you'll have to look up because it's hard to explain how the Saga Frontier stories works, but I like their combat and how they do unique means of of combat. So if you do, for instance, the Saga Frontier 2, when you're doing an attack, it's not just an attack. You have to choose like your if you're going to attack with your left or right, and based upon your left or right combinations of your hands, you could actually do a special skill eventually. Um, and then that skill gets added to your number of skills that you can do, which makes combat different, and you could take skills from other monsters, I believe. It's been a long time since I played it. But <clears throat> anyway, Saga Frontier Remaster is coming out this year, hopefully in the summer, and I can't wait to pick that up. But the next game I'm picking for number three is Dragon Quest Eleven. B Cubes and I have oh, talked no, about on, it. Okay. Oh, yeah. How did you get to Dragon Quest Eleven? Eleven. Saga Frontier. Frontier. Yeah, which one? Which I thought this one, was going to be like a, a sweet lead. I was. Like, I just smiled and nodded. It's all JRPG nonsense to me. I was like, Saga Frontier releases summer 2021. Where is he going with this? Sorry, yeah, go like, ahead. I'm just talking about JRPGs in general. That, that's why I had to preface because a lot of mines are JRPGs. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, he's just he's just talking. I mean, I get it. He's just, giving us context as to this I is what he's into. Good. I expected yeah. this whole list to be JRPGs and Zelda. <laughs> hey, there is no Zelda he played this year. Couldn't be impossible. Impossible. No. Um. Well, not yet. Last year, it is 2021. Oh gosh. <laughs> Anyways, so Dragon Quest 11. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ryan and I have talked about it quite a li- quite a bit. The game makes me upset. Mm-hmm. Kazan makes me upset too, but. I enjoy the combat. Love, hate. I enjoy the story. Yeah. I enjoy the characters. One character in particular I don't like, because I pretty much feel like he's pointless to have, but um, that's just my personal take on it. But I like it. I've, I'm halfway through the story where the story is getting really good, um, where the... Should I spoil it? No? Yes, maybe? No. Yeah, go ahead and spoil it. Nobody's going to play that game. Yeah. What? Wow. What's our mom? You know, for Jacob, when I'll never play it. For Jacob's, no for Jacob's conscience, I will leave it alone. Jacob, don't even waste your time. I might play it. No, I, I love JRPGs too. Like I, I, I give you a lot of flack, but I love JRPGs. But yeah. that game is not playable. <laughs> only because of the pep. Only because of the pep. Wow! Powers. Oh my god! No, Shots no. fired across the bow. The right. ship, has, the ship has no, sunk. Like that, I put. 40 hours in that game, and I realized this is, I, it was like, I was like, why am I playing this? This is bad. It's, it, wow. The story, the story is, I mean, it's serviceable for a JRPG. I mean, like, that's JRPGs, sometimes their stories are better than others. I mean, it just, so it's a serviceable story, but it wasn't super compelling. So it didn't have me with the story, like, something else like like uh octopath travel or something like that that had a really good story and great combat and the combat was uninspiring is like being is being kind the whole like ultimate like so it's a turn-based game so what you expect to do is like at some point kind of my argument with with like final fantasy and things of that nature is that at some point you expect to do some kind of a special attack right like you expect those to be part of your, your your game, but in this case, it randomly happens, which is horrible. Oh, and and and, and to do them, you have to have it randomly happen for multiple characters before you can do a special attack. It's horrible, horrible battle system. I, that's all I have to say. Okay. And Austin enjoyed it. <laughs> hey. Uh, now, I'm just stating it. facts. Why is this uh, funny? <laughs> so to recap. Sorry. Cham is very out there with his picks. Brian is whoa, the homer. That's because I play a lot of things, man. Bro. A lot. You got to just admit it for what it is. So you're really out there with your picks. Brian is like the every gamer. I'm a little bit eclectic, and then Austin is just the underdog, just like coming in, just dropping, <laughs> dropping controversial JRPG after controversial and bomb JRPG. Now, Dragon Quest though, Eleven though, it it's got it's pretty good. Now, Trials though, I can't defend you on Trials, bro. Austin, you're on your own on Trials. Like, That's fine. Can, can defend Trials. That's fine. You, 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 how how far how far have you played in Dragon Quest Eleven, Jacob? I did listen. I'm, I've been watching. My wife plays. She's been thinking about getting back into it, and I like watching her play. So that's why I haven't played it. 
Um, so if she's going to play something, then I won't play it because I'll just watch her play it and get the story from there. That's what How I'm saying. How far did she play? She's only gotten a couple hours into the. You know, the demo is like super expensive. She's only got a couple okay. hours into yeah. the demo, but she said she told me like I think this week or last week that she was thinking about getting back into it. That's why I said no spoilers. Austin, did you beat Dragon Quest Eleven? I did not. I am, have you beaten any? Have you beaten any game on your top five list, sir? Sir, you know me. <laughs> that is a no, people. That is Look, a no. If if the game isn't good enough for you to want to beat it, I'm just going to tell don't you. Be game. Also beats less games than I know. me. I really do. <sighs> I, ju- I jump around thing, too Jacob. much, to be honest with you. Oh. You see the battle system you you she's played so far, and that won't change. She won't get any new thing. Like it won't get better. I mean, sometimes this, sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's what people want, though. Sometimes Not people just want. And she and remember, she doesn't have years and years of JRPG experience either. Okay. And sometimes okay. that's just what she wants. You just level up, get more special moves, and no, 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 no. You don't, you don't get more special moves. You have to wait till you have to wait till it randomly happens. I'm not joking. <laughs> well, you have the character, <laughs> you have the character builder to, to add more skills. That's typically what yeah, Dragon you, Quest you, has. You get skills. That's what I mean. You get more skills. Yeah. You get your but skills like your and... ultimate move, you, you wait till that randomly happens with all your characters, which is highly unlikely. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm actually, I'm actually going to side with Austin on this one. Only on this one. I'm going to quit trolling, but yes, it, I would never recommend that one. <laughs> One day you will all be on my side. Oh man! With JRPGs now, you can count on it now. <laughs> I was with you. I was with you with Trials of Mana. I love that. That game is that game should have probably moved up, but I mean, well, I would say I Octopath Traveler is the only one that I have really enjoyed. Oh, Octopath Traveler is a phenomenal game. It's it's a it's 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 a classic. I'm I can't wait. I I can't know, even say I like Final Fantasy anymore at this point. Like I. They're the most vanilla JRPG you can get. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, You're trying to get no, this show no, canceled, fam. No, no, whoa. Whoa. Like, Come on, Final I Fantasy gave... VII, it's the most popular one. Come on. Final Fantasy that's VII not, That's like the least vanilla one is, of all of them. It's significantly better than Dragon Quest XI. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> Go ahead, Again, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the genre, so I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Yeah, I can't can't wait because in about 10 years, we'll be getting the remastered version because it's a classic. Of what? Mm -hmm. Octopath Traveler. Like, that game is just. It's one of the greatest RPGs I've ever played. Same here. It's good. Same here. Go ahead. All right. My number two in out there. Whatever. This is an out there pick, according to Jacob, though. Um,. So this one, made by Four Leaf Studios um, for uh, PC, it's free. It's always free. It never has any money attached to it. You go to their website and download it. It's called Ka- Katawa Shoujo. What? You're, you're playing Shoji? Shoji? No, it's Shoujo. Shoujo. Oh. Katawa Shoujo is a dating sim. Oh, <laughs> oh! That you play as a kid who was recently admitted into a school for differently abled people, um, because you have a heart condition that nearly killed you with a heart attack at the age of like seventeen. Um, 
so that everyone lives on campus and it's a dating sim about like um one of the love interests your guy you're always a guy dating girls so you don't get to like customize your character it's it's a story game um uh the various dating options are people with different disabilities and it sounds insane like wow that sounds offensive every single part of this is meant as like acceptance learning how to live with yourself if you're differently abled and like all this like crazy deep stuff it is like the craziest game i have ever played as far as like this style um like the date like i said the dating options are there's a pts girl with ptsd it seems there's a girl with uh who's blind there's a girl who is a paraplegic there is um there there's two paraplegics one doesn't have legs one doesn't have arms um there's Mm -hmm. I can't remember. I can't remember everyone you can date, but there's there's a good like five or six at least. Um, so yeah, it and it it is the it is probably the best game as far as making you feel like an angsty teenager that doesn't know what's going on in their life and trying to make it better. Hmm. Like the character you play is so well written and so well described that like. And everyone else is too. Like all the characters are very well rounded and have like, and it's just like a dating sim. Like you just read stuff and click options, and there you go. And you get like cutscenes and stuff, which is like the total opposite of what I enjoy in games most of the time. But this is where it really hooked me. We did um, for the Hunter Sub Weekly. We did a. an episode about uh dating sims specifically and um pan my co-host brought this up to me and i played it and it was just like wow this is amazing like all the stuff they get really deep into and like just like holy cow um i ended up choosing the the time that i played to well i actually got three endings i got to the ending three times the first two i died i fell off a roof and died because i was drunk yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're kidding. I, I, I was like, I, I hear that right. That's yeah. how your dating sim ended with you dying? <laughs> I died twice. Same scenario. Basically, if you're not decisive enough in the beginning, you get into a scenario where you get kind of depressed and get drunk with this weird guy who's in your dorms, and then he accidentally pushes you off the roof and you die. So I had two scenarios which I ended it with that, and I was like, oh, okay. The successful scenario I had was the best. Wow. There's like a good. There's like a best good and a bad ending with any, with any of the dates. I'm assuming the um, bad one was the one where you I got, got the push off her roof. Uh, that's just bad ending. Period. Like, there's no, you didn't choose a person to go with in that point. Oh, um, okay. um, but I got the best ending, and I can't remember her name, but she is the. Uh, she's French and she is blind. She is the blind girl that you end up dating. And, um, which is kind of bad to label them by their disability, which is kind of a point they make in their game, but I can't remember her name. So, (laughs) um, so like, but it's like, it's very socially forward about, you know, differently abledness and it's very, very much 
captures the, I don't know, the idea of what it's like to be a teenager, I feel. Um, like, with all that angst and self-doubt and worry and then overconfidence at the same time. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I mean, we were all teenagers at one point. Yeah. So, um... Not me. It's, uh... <laughs> it's a pretty... skip that. Pretty good game. The music in it, uh, I describe as hauntingly beautiful. Like, the music is so good. And it's mostly piano music, too. And it's it just fits. Um, it's really cool. Uh, and, I, and I really liked it. Um, I will, uh, since you guys are a little bit more sensitive to the stuff than I would be, um, there is uh, adult content in this. You actually do, uh, in some, maybe all storylines, if you so choose, you can choose to turn the adult content off. But there are scenarios in which you sleep with the date or whatever. Say what now, huh? Uh, so did so did you date the foot painting girl? No, I looking up some images. No, uh, that is the one without arms. Yeah, uh, no, I dated. She's blonde. She's a blind girl. Is it Lily Sato? Uh, could be. Yeah, she's. And see. you're also. I should say you're in Japan. This is a Japan centric thing. Okay. Uh, I just want you to know that you're ruining my future ads that are going to come to me because I had to look this up on Google to see what you were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) No, and it it does have some adult themes like um, can't wait to see what you get in your ass. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, there's straight up sex scenes and they show you stuff like stills of of what's happening. Um, But in a way it fits the story. Like it's not done for I would say it's not done for pure titillation. Yeah. I uh, for, doubt for record, that it was... Because I did look up... Uh, I guess these kids are... Night, like, they're adults. but Yeah, teenagers. they're 17, 18, yeah. So. For the, yeah. And it's fictional, too, so... <laughs> you shouldn't be in trouble, I wouldn't think. But who knows? Anyways... Um, so yeah, it's, it's, um, it's very interesting. It's not normal, not something in my normal wheelhouse, but it stuck out to me last year because, um, well, you know, like, like I said, I'm the only single guy here (laughs) and, and it wasn't like, it was just like, it, what, you know, it almost was like, what's it feel like to actually meet a good person for once and that kind of thing and, and go through those steps. And yeah, it was just. It was a really nice experience that I had. So yeah, that's number two. Brian? Alright. Number two. My number two is also could be classified as a dating sim. Oh. That what? Fire Emblem? What is happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Witcher 3. Oh. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> All right, all right, hold on. The Witcher 3 has dating in it. All right? I'm playing it just for the booze. Unlike your, your, well, similar to your game, um, there's times when you're thrown in a relationship even if you don't want to be in it. And you're thrown into scenes of... You're you're thrown in the scenes of uh, sensuality, even when you don't want to be. So we're breaking down The Witcher Three based on its similarities to the dating sim. Like this is all we're going to glean from this. We're just going to talk about its relation to being a dating sim, and we're going to move on to me. 
<laughs> but she gets a decapitated griffin. Oh, yeah. That you can't date. And well, she why did you? You're sick. Who would date a griffin other than a griffin? All right. Um, if I if I recall correctly, I think the griffin, like the the parts you get from the griffin, you use with the with the woman. You end up dating Shut at up. some point. We'll, we'll, we'll call it no. dating. But uh, you'll uh, more like mating, but whatever. <laughs> you can't. Um, He's sterile. That's what I'm about they, to say. I was they like, they remind mating, you Brian. every time. That That's what I actually. To be fair, when I played the original Witcher, like back when it came out, that's one thing that I was stood out to me. And he's like, "I'm also sterile." And I'm like, "What the fuck does that?" Oh, <laughs> that's why they say that. <laughs> that man, they shooting blanks. So, literally. So. <laughs> back to back to the Witcher and why 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 I put it on my list. One, I tr- originally tried to play it on the PS3, but at the I mean PS4. Yeah. But at the time, here. I just didn't have enough. I I didn't have a lot of time to game on my couch, and I just didn't get that far in it. So it was re-released on the Switch. The Switcher. Played it on the Switch, and yep, the Switcher, and it ran pretty it ran decently. Of course, it was a little little you know graphically da- downgraded some, but. The game is there though. the The story, the gameplay, um, gameplay's not probably where like the like the actual combat's probably not where the game shines the most. But it's it's serviceable. It's it it's, does a decent job. Um, but just kind of the world feels alive. There's a lot of there's lots of stuff to do, and you can easily forget that you're doing side quests because they they put so much effort into effort and polish into every part of this game that when you you're doing the side quest you're running around and you for it just feels like it's part of your story as you're playing like oh i'm, I'm the witcher I, I i've gone and killed this griffin and i've slayed this um um this demon and i've you know one of the old gods i've fought him and i'm you know and and you realize they've spent 30 hours doing absolutely nothing to progress the main story so it Needless to say, I put like 160 hours in this game because it took me a long time to find my focus and finish the game. Um, but yeah, it's it. And w- after beating the game, The Witcher Show was released. Actually, no, just before I beat the game, The Witcher Show was released, and it like really got me into like finishing the game. So um, it was it was a uh, it was a fun ride, very fun game, and yes, also a dating sim. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but you didn't have a. T- do you have a choice? Like, I, I never got that far in The Witcher. Do you just, like... No. So you just end up with... I wouldn't... Dating Sims about choice. People. Man. Multiple. Well, you get to all the choices because you end up with multiple. All the women that you run into, I mean, you pretty why much not? are with. You're a guy that can't be held That's... down and can't leave a trail behind, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a trail behind a baby. You are that... You're the white wolf, man. I mean, you're 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 the Witcher. You, you everybody wants to be with you. Mm. See, I toss a coin. I always remember that being the most offensive part of the first Witcher is getting collectible cards of all the women he slept with, including the Dryad. Well, wow. Yeah, ouch. Well, see, what's what's I think one of my favorite things about the Witcher is that he has a lot of personality. Yeah, you know, he does. Geralt. And the characters he works with, like so, Dandelion and and um, I can't remember what the dwarf's name is, but they get him into trouble, 
and it and it you just kind of just go with it. You're like, all right, well, you know, I I gotta save Dandelion, and you end up doing some quests that really you know are outside of the norm they're not just let's go kill this thing or go do this thing it's like all right well i gotta put on this play or i got to find dandelion or i gotta do you gotta do a lot of weird things that are great for role playing when you're playing an rpg because you're actually doing these funny weird things because that's what this character needs to do and what you need to do so yeah it, it is a very fun game and a very i'm gonna take a low shot here at a uh, other cd project games right now um <laughs> A very finished game <laughs> in comparison <laughs> in comparison to uh, to their recent I don't know cyberpunk recent, um, <laughs> recent endeavor so yeah um, oh. yeah well I guess I'm up next my mm-hmm. number two is probably the most controversial game on my entire list uh oh no matter what you say um, same here with me another number two game? game for me is Fortnite. Mm. Okay. Um, That's not controversial. It, oh, it is. Every time Fortnite posts anything on Twitter, literally hordes of trolls automatically tweet dead game underneath it. Um, oh, I did see that. Mute, how Why do, we, do they say that? Because they don't like Fortnite. How do we mute him? It's just a kid's game. The, the fact of the matter <laughs> is, like, yeah, it's. For me, Fortnite reminds me of. <clears throat> like halo the most like i don't have an xbox I haven't played halo since reach but the gameplay and the shields and the jump strafing just in gameplay alone reminds me of halo then you add on top of that the building and all it right basically you lost changed... me there you lost me there what do you mean no doesn't feel like halo holy no, the shooting the shooting because it, no. it's not again it's not first person to third person i'm talking about mm. the jump strafing specifically specifically the jump strafing and the the aspect of the building is what throws it off for me. I mean, to, to make it we, Halo, you can say whether or not you like the building, but I'm talking about this just without the building, the gun. Yeah, play, but the gunplay <laughs> and the shields feel like Halo. That's the only mm-hmm. game that I've played where jump strafing is a viable option. And even in close quarters, like the only thing that's missing in the jump strafing is meleeing somebody in the in the head right after the shield pops with a pistol. But also the shields regenerating. Um, I yeah, feel that I'm, was well, a big if thing you, of if Halo. You stack, if you stack your character right, you carry shields. Again, I'm not, again. This is see, see, I'm talking. And you're already fighting me about it. That's why Halo's controversial. Anyway, so for me, but that's how that's how you I feel about Fortnite. it. But I left the game right before it got really bad, apparently. Um, and my wife and I jumped back in at the start of season two, chapter three. Which was, I think, I the, I came in at the end of the Marvel thing, and I played pretty heavily just, just for those couple weeks, and that was it. That that was season two, chapter four. So we got in okay. start of season two, chapter three. Um, I heard that Fortnite was basically like back, and I was like, oh, let me go check it out. So, G- yeah, Gmo, did 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 you not play Destiny? Apparently, you didn't. Nah. Okay. I don't, I don't follow okay, him. yeah, no, no, Desti- Destiny is, is much more Halo than, than Fortnite. No, I'll agree. Destiny is made by Bungie. Because I actually, when I remember playing the beta, I remember watching the reload animations, and I was like, but I'm talking about yeah. the multiplayer, specifically. I already know Destiny. You know you can play. There's PvP. Destiny has Crucible. You yeah, can play, Crucible. There's PvP. You can play. That's I'm sure why I like Destiny. Like, Crucible. But it's, it's not, again, it's, okay, here's the things that I liked about Halo, and then you'll figure out why I like Fortnite, and why mm-hmm. it feels like Fortnite to me. Halo okay. 
Yes, sure. you drop in with your starter weapons, but it's really all about going through the arena and finding your weapons. <laughs> Destiny's so an arena shooter. You, don't you go mm-hmm. in with your own weapons and you can't find any other things unless somebody you drops can find it. power weapons. Yeah, there's power weapons. All right, you can find power weapons. Yeah, they they, they have modes like that. Like, like it's 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 I made might, by Bungie. I might have to check it out. But so, like, yeah, you. Duh, yeah, it's, it's free now. Free. I have it. <laughs> I haven't played much of it. <laughs> it wasn't free when I fucking bought it. Hey, hey, you're an early adopter. Shut <laughs> up. Okay? He's in the original Destiny game. Uh, Destiny 2 is free to play. Yes. Now. You just buy the expansions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But, yeah. So, anyway, getting back and then uh, getting back to Fortnite. So, we got in Chapter 2 Season 3, we heard that Fortnite was back. And I was like, I mm-hmm. don't know. Like, they just did this event where I guess some scientists pushed the storm back or something. I don't know. But, basically, when we came back, the map was Is this was when flooded. they had the blackout? Uh, no. no. Okay. No, it wasn't a blackout, but we came back. Um, the map was the entire map was flooded, and like every couple of days or so, the water level on the entire map went down. And I was like, oh, they're mm. like really doing new things with Fortnite, like, basically giving you progression and stuff, stuff that I haven't seen in other uh, seasons. So we yeah. got back in, played the entirety of chapter two, season uh, season three, chapter two, season four, which is the Marvel season, came around, and I was like. Holy crap, Marvel, ouch my wallet. And I jumped in and played. I And they messed up a little bit on the execution of it because it made the map really unbalanced. Um, but just in terms of, like, sheer Marvel call-outs, like, eventually, because um, I guess because what happened is Thor got, um, got the power cosmic from Galactus and was going through and needed to eat some planets, I guess, for some actual comic book story Marvel like tie-in so thor has a new uh, um herald of galactus outfit but he ends yeah. up getting sucked into the Fortnite universe on his way to go to this other planet and uh so tony stark is there and ends up calling upstate new york to the Fortnite island so but he doesn't call it there and it's just like in the Fortnite. it's literally like a giant circle plateau yep of tony stark's island um, mm-hmm. complete with like a cabin by the lake and everything. I I don't know if that's supposed to be an homage to the movie, but it kind of looked like it. Um, so they got this cabin up there too, but they got the Stark Industries place. Uh, what was the other POIs that they had? And Wolverine was running around in the forest. Yep. Um, they had. You could have Doctor Doom with his Doom Patrol. Yeah, Doctor Doom took over Pleasant Park. Um, mm-hmm. and he literally. And so there's a soccer field, and he created a secret base in the soccer field. So, like, Mm -hmm. uh, if you're at the – so, basically, like, part of the soccer field, like, pulls away. um, I don't remember what it's called, like, a a roof, basically. And underground, he's got, like, his own vault and everything else. Uh, You find, Mm -hmm. like, shield. Helicarriers are there with Stark robots patrolling them. There's superpowers everywhere. But, again, the execution was the bad part because the way there's the that, dead galactic bots yeah yeah because they yeah eventually they, they added they added those actually because the closer galactus got then the the more his influence on the island grew so eventually you got the mm. fight galactic box as well but the imbalance part was that the tony stark and doom were on the same side of the island so basically those powers were super imbalanced and then wolverine was like kind of on the west side a little bit but like south um, but anyway, mm-hmm. so there was that. And then right when I was getting ready to drop the game, Chapter 2, Season 5 came out, and they added in Bounty Hunters. Uh, that's where you got the Mandalorian, the Kratos mm-hmm. um, crossover. You got the uh, Master Chief 
crossover um, and a bunch of different bounty hunters. I think Michonne and Daryl from Walking Dead are in there. But overall, um, oh, yeah. they they've just brought the game. They brought the game back to a certain, to a point for me where I have been playing this game solid for almost a year now, and mm-hmm. I don't typically do that with games. Um, I think the only other game that's still like living that I'll still play are fighters. Like honestly, like Tekken, um, Smash Brothers. Um, I think that's it. Like, there's really not any game mm. that I'm going to play for more than a year unless it's really got its hooks into me. And they keep changing stuff and keep making stuff new. Um, you know that I keep going. Well, I guess I'm going to buy the Battle Pass this season and just like keep charging ahead. So it's been um, fun. My, me and my wife play together. We play with my sister-in-law. And her boyfriend, my daughter now plays. So, um, you know, she she has her own fun with it. Again, she can't read, but she can play Fortnite. I don't know what that says about me as a parent. Take that as you will. But, uh, yeah, I've obviously talked about dude, Fortnite I was, a lot. Dude, I was going through DOS at 2 and booting up games. So, yeah. I, I, the I, passion's I, there, me, the I passion's justify, there. I justify her playing Fortnite with the fact that there's no blood. And when you eliminate, it's eliminations, not kills. When you eliminate somebody, they just get zapped up to go back to the next round um, instead. So you're not like, you know, shooting somebody and then it's a dead body. Like she understands that guns are painful, you know, and, and all that. I played stuff. Doom at five. Yeah. I, no, that ain't my, <laughs> that's not my testimony. <laughs> the, gr- the, girls, the girls and I watch Doom speedruns. Like, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she actually has a favorite guy, John. His name's John. Whoa. John Jamal Hill. But yeah, no, he's the YouTuber that does it. His first name's John, so she says she wants to watch wow. John. <laughs> but for sake of time, I'm am now going to stop talking about my number two. Okay, um, I don't bemoan it. I actually played it for the first time seriously this yeah. year. Um, and it was during the Marvel event. Um, I played oh. it with friends. Oh, yes. can I, can I, I'm sorry. I didn't, I forgot the biggest, the biggest thing. I'm sorry. This is the, this is the really the biggest reason why I made the list. So mm-hmm. at the end of every season, except for chapter two, season three, for some reason, they have a giant mm-hmm. Fortnite event. And this event was, you go fight Galactus and by far was the coolest Fortnite event that I have ever seen slash been a part of. In the history of what right. you literally got to pilot a battle bus and on Galactus, like Galactus, Galactus is literally like bigger than the planet. Right. Yeah. And you yeah. basically at some point you end up doing like a uh, like a Death Star run on Galactus. <laughs> it, it was it. so freaking sweet. Like we we logged in like my family. Log- I was working and I'm working from home because the pandemic so my family mm-hmm. so my wife locked me in and my daughter and my wife waiting in the lobby for me and then we literally jump in the event and literally just wait and when i say it was insane they got the scale of galactus like it almost had me shaking just a little just a little bit i was like this is i'm like galactus is humongous okay. um seeing mm-hmm. like all the battle buses in the scale that they did and like tony stark orchestrating this entire thing to like bust galactus out of the fortnite reality it was I think Tony Stark killed things. me the most than any other player in that game. <laughs> you said Tony what? Tony Stark killed me so much. 
I said Tony Stark was probably the thing that killed me the most in that game because they always wanted to get the Tony Stark buff, my friends, and I'd be like, "Where is he?" Again, I'm that's, dead. That's why I said the the map was very imbalanced because it was either you're going yeah. for Tony Stark or next door is Doctor Doom and everybody else. Good luck because you ain't got no powers. No, no, Tony killed me, not another player. Oh. I'd pickaxe those other players to death. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not going to knock you for the choice either. I think the choice was, was, is, I'm not a huge fan of the game, but I don't hate it. And there's a lot of, I can see there's a lot of support. I don't like there. the building. I'll, the okay, building I'll put it, really this is how much me. Fortnite I'll, I played. Fortnite made my top five most played Nintendo Switch games. And I think in, <laughs> actually, no, it was my number one most played Switch game. It and is. I switched mm-hmm. over to PlayStation like in July or August. That's mm-hmm. how much that's mm-hmm. how much Fortnite. I know you I put a lot of time in there. Like I played a lot and I'm still playing a lot of Fortnite. Like if we weren't recording right now, I'd probably be playing some Fortnite. I'd be on Hades. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I'm done officially. Okay. Uh Austin, number two. So I you gotta forgive me because I actually don't have one could i at least interject the game that i played that i kind of enjoyed last year hello yeah you don't have a number two (laughs) i I really don't because you didn't write it down i did but i was shifting between other games um and i just couldn't figure i guess i'll just say one that i just just recently played for quite quite a while uh, Remnant from the Ashes. Have you guys played that? No. It is. No, I never even heard of it. Okay. All right. Remnant from the Ashes. As Let me look it up. Types on their computers. All right. Lay it on us, Austin. What is this? All right. So it's a third-person survival action game where you play as a survivor from a catastrophic event that almost causes the world well actually does cause the world to be destroyed and your objective is to restore the world back to its former state um but i like the action with the game uh it's everything is randomly generated so the bosses that you fight are randomly generated so when you start the game you could start with the hardest boss based on their mechanics and methods of combat or you can start with the easiest boss um based on their own methods of of, uh, attack but um the cool thing about the game is like i said everything's randomly generated so the weapons you pick up are randomly generated the enemies you fight between a map are randomly generated um and it does well to bring the story together because you're trying to basically save the world through the help of an alien ancient race um Mm -hmm. But I haven't beat it only because I played this with a few streamers for about a month or for about a month and a half. It was really good and it gripped me uh, really, very well mm-hmm. because of the the combat in the game itself is really good for a third person action game. Um, it gives you more of the Dark Souls experience without being too um, difficult. Because of the random generation of boss fights and enemies. 
but I do want to pick it up again. Um, but okay. that's my number two. I wish I could explain more about it. You have to just take a look at some trailers and check it out yourself and see if it's something you like. Okay. All right. So we're on to number one. Right. Um, this is the total opposite of my number two. Entirely total opposite. And it's Doom Eternal. I played it no on PC. No surprise for in me. In software. Gameplay is king. That's, Capital K-I-N-G. King. <laughs> Capital King. <laughs> um, it was an amazing game. Very challenging. Very tough. Um, Doom 2016 felt pretty tough, right? You get to some parts and I'm like, I play on Ultra Violence, which, Jacob, I don't know if you're familiar with the tier of like difficulties with doom Mm-mm. typically it's always been uh hurt uh hangouts here rough hurt me plenty uh and then ultra violence and then nightmare or yeah i'd have to look it up actually but uh because i only play ultra violence and i've been playing ultra violence since i was five like i said so wow. <laughs> um I love Doom. I've always loved Doom. So anytime a Doom game comes out, it's like Monster Hunter. It's it's one of it's it's the uh, it's what I like to call my three system set one of my three system seller series. It's that anytime a game comes out in these series, I am doing things to put the best experience in my hands to play this game. Um, so Doom, Diablo, and Monster Hunter are the three that I'm like, yes, I'm buying it. I don't care what people say. I'm getting it. And I love Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is what FPSs needed. They they needed challenging gameplay that felt fair. They needed... And, and, you know, it's an evolution of what they already did in Doom 2016. And it's just insane. And, and, you know, it doesn't... Not that everyone needs the, the wanton gore and violence that Doom has. That's just a, you know... That's just how the universe is for that game. That's just the established thing with it, right? Mm-hmm. It is a plus, plus but right? I'm saying that's that's not <laughs> yes, that's not is. what first-person shooters needed. They needed to change up the gameplay. You needed to have more than, here's a guy, here's a guy with a blue shirt, here's a guy with a red shirt that, shirt, that shoots slightly faster. You actually need to have, like, almost classes. Like, here's a heavyweight. Okay, so in, I gotta focus on the heavyweight while the rabble are coming around. And they all do different things. Like, and then the fact that you can disable, like, disable parts on a monster. Like, okay, I'm gonna zoom in with this sniper and shoot off his arm cannon. So he can't do that. Like, stuff like that was just awesome and insane. And then, um, I actually streamed. I didn't stream too much, but I actually streamed uh, the Ancient Gods, which is the first DLC they, they also released uh, last year. I was sweating bullets. Every map, there's only three maps, took me two and a half to three hours to do. Like, it was insane. Bullets flying everywhere. And it felt fun the whole time. It was like, oh man, I died because I didn't dodge this. Or like, oh man, I died because like, I did this wrong. It was never, you know, what I like to call the Dark Souls unfairness. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't think to be psychic to know that this thing would happen if I did this. Right? Like, like, oh man, uh, I did, you know, I died because, well, 
if the floor fell out from underneath me. <laughs> Stupid me for thinking the floor was real. Like, <laughs> like stuff like that. Whereas Doom Eternal was like, nope, here it is. We've given you the tools to deal with it. Now do it. Execute it. And I, I love that. There were so many cool things. Um, now, I, there was one thing I was like, what? Like, I couldn't understand that. And Ancient Gods is there's these spirits that possess the demons now. <laughs> That was a little rough. Uh, they they buff them okay. up. It's like, hey, the spirit possesses the demon. Now it's like got it's super fast. It does more damage. It has more health. And you're like, okay, that's insane. And then you kill it, and the spirit pops out. And I guess you're supposed to only use this one upgrade on the plasma rifle called the X-ray, where you shoot them with a plasma beam and they pop, right? But you got to charge it up, and it's just like pop. But like. Their tutorial says it real quick, but I, you know, I'm pretty bad at skipping that stuff pretty quickly. So, uh, it took me a minute to figure out, but I did eventually. Um, bringing back old monsters, uh, you know, me, monsters, they're my thing. So, bringing back the pain elemental, bringing back, uh, I don't, they already had the mancubus, but like the pain elemental, the, oh, the, uh, the, Arc Vile coming back, which Arc Vile's in original Doom are insane to deal with. Like, they they light you up, like, literally set you on fire and shoot you for 70% of your health, which, you know, percentage health is what it was in classic Doom. So, 70 out of 100 health gone if they shoot you. Wow. Uh, from, and it's a, it's a hit scan. So, you have to be between a wall for it not to hit you. Like, it's just gonna hit you. There's no dodging it. Oh my gosh. Um, I knew that. And they brought mm-hmm. in, uh, and they made oh, yeah. like they made him feel just as dangerous, but like fair in in Doom Eternal. Um, he just creates monsters. He creates like flame shadow versions of monsters that come and fight for him instead of doing what he did in Classic Doom, which is resurrect killed monsters. Um, uh, and so it was like it was okay. really cool to see like a lot of Classic Doom in there. Um, a lot of people were really salty about the new enemy called the Marauder. And basically what they are is they advertise them as like the antithesis to Doom Guy. They're they're like his like like Dark Link, right? Yeah. Like his mirror image. Hmm. Um They are on they are only they shootable work? when their eyes turn green and they're about ready to smack you with their axe. Like you actually have to bait them out to do certain moves, stun them, and you can do like the the accepted method is to super shotgun them, switch immediately into um, the the railgun, shoot them, and then like grenade them all at the same time. It's like you have to do so much focus on them, and <laughs> and then they get like they do stuff like, hey, there's two of them now in ancient gods, and you're like, okay. Um, <laughs> they're tough like they're tough but like it's like an earned toughness you're like okay we got a marauder here let's do this like um you know as much as i love classic doom a lot of times even the biggest scariest monsters like the cyber demon you circle strafe and shoot it and just dodge right like it's not the tactic for taking it out wasn't really that bad but like if you get a marauder a mancubus and arachnatron at you at the same time and a couple cacodemons you're like oh that sounds tough okay um okay i guess i shotgun uh, i guess i'm gonna grenade in the cacodemon's mouth 
And then while I'm in the air, I'm going to rocket blast the Mancubus so its armed cannons come off. And then I will hook onto the Arachnatron and try to blow its blaster off. But then I got to focus on it because that's going to start grenading. Like everything was like a mental chess of like, how do I defeat this fight on top of just shooting? Right? Like it was like, here are the tools I have to work with. Solve this, this FPS puzzle. Mm. I love it. Okay. And it's, it's such a good game. And and they, that was an aspect already there in doom 2016, which I highly suggest if you haven't played doom 2016, play that and then play this because it is sort of like a natural progression of mentality, um, in the game design. Um, I will say there, there, even if though it's my number one pick, I will say there is, it's a little disappointing that they shied away what they did in doom 2016, where, they're like, we are going to tell the story through action, and there's a lot more cutscene stuff in Doom Eternal than there was in um, Doom 2016. There's a there's a, there's a lot more watching the story okay. versus where they actively made fun of watching the story in other games in 2016. That kind of felt backwards in some degree, but that is literally my only complaint. Okay. That's it. Well, I plan on picking and, up Doom 2016 then, and then hopefully I'll pick up Doom Eternal. And and both I have it. I just have both played 2016 through it. and it's Eternal good. are on the Switch and both run very well. In fact, Doom Eternal runs very well at a higher fidelity than would have been possible because of that cloud gaming thing they did. It's one of the first super successful cloud gaming things ah. they've said for the Switch. Like uh where you play it on the server. Um that function that the you know, mm-hmm. Brian, you were specifically excited about. I've seen a couple reviews I do not own it on Switch. I didn't want to wait for the Switch version. I got it day one on the PC. I have a super beefed up PC that I have put 2.6K into to be able to play games like this at the highest fidelity I can. So, in the recording stuff. But, like, that was, like, all tax return stuff. Like, long, you know, earlier in last year. But, yeah, this this game was the number one I was looking forward to last year and my number one throughout the whole year. And the... The expansion material is amazing, but uh, if Doom 2016 was, if we want to label them in difficulty, I would say 2016 was like a 7 out of 10 on difficulty. Pretty tough. Mm. Uh, Eternal was like an 8, and I would say right along with it, uh, Ancient Gods Part 1, which Part 2 is coming out later this year, uh, Ancient Gods Part 1 is a 9. Um, the difficulty on this oh. is insane, and it's it was, and that's why I was putting it at seven. Um, if I was on PlayStation, I would not be trying to go for the platinum on Eternal. I did, I did on 2016 because <laughs> uh, I played it on PS4. Um, um, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to do that on Eternal. Uh, it's got a lot more multiplayer achievement stuff. I will say that ignore the multiplayer it's just not worth it uh doom 2016's multiplayer was 10 times better uh it was it was what i would imagine a natural progression of having halo came out come out after doom and being influenced by doom seeing what doom would respond to with halo uh 2016's multiplayer was really 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 good um and i loved it but um no one that i knew played it at the time you guys all you know brian you didn't play it till way later 
Uh, Jacob, I don't know if you've ever played 2016. I never played and a Doom game in my life. They're they're so good. They're so good. You should get it. I believe you, but I won't. Uh, it's just a, it just ain't my cup. There's certain games 26. that I'll play, and that's just not one that's <laughs> ever been my cup of tea. Like I ain't gonna poo poo you for playing it, but yeah. I'm going to poo-poo you for not playing it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> but yeah, that's my game of the year, Doom Eternal. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, anyone who hasn't played it really should. If you're an FPS fan, like it's it's progressing the genre still today. You know, we're talking what? Nice. It was 93, so we're talking nearly <laughs> nearly 30 years later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so uh, number one, Brian. All right, number one. Number one was a surprise for me. Um, it was... I started playing the game kind of... Uh, when I was in a little bit of a funk, uh, just games weren't being weren't fun to me at the time and it wasn't because the games weren't good i was just kind of in a kind of in a rut and then um this game came out of nowhere i wasn't originally interested in it but uh mm-hmm. sakuna and the ruined rice was not was not interested in this game at all at first and then uh some recent i guess some recent trailers and some things i saw and some gameplay so kind of got, got me interested but I didn't realize I was going to love the game. Um, from the music to just the overall look and feel of the game, I, I, I fell in love with it. It's kind, it's this weird kind of blend of, like, we kind of made you know made mention of it earlier to some extent, of like a Zelda meets a farm sim where the farming is done for the purpose of upping your stats, not... You know, not for like consuming the, the you know, consuming the food and or you know from farming or whatnot, but you literally your stats go up based on the quality of your rice and you and then you go and you hit dungeons for for lack of a better word and you kill giant you kill monsters and fight bo- you know boss battles um, and take what you got back and use it to help progress your mm-hmm. rice so that your levels go up. Um, the combat was, is relatively fast paced throughout the game. I mean, as you, as you get further, you, you're constantly getting new, like combat skills. So, I mean, up until the very end of the game, there was something new for me when it comes to combat skills. Um, the slot, cause you have a slot of four, um, where you can put skill, just your regular combat skills. And then you have these remnant skills for that, um, that cloth you shoot out to, to use. But, um, What's also really cool about the game is that the the equipment. At first, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm just probably gonna equip whatever's you know whatever the best equipment is, and you know focus on other things. And then I, you learn really quick that that mm-hmm. the equipment matters, um, or at least it's really helpful. Um, you, you'll get to a point where like you'll have weapons that say like oh, it does times two damage against specters, you know, type of enemy, and you take you know less damage from specters wearing this stuff and it, it makes it makes a huge difference it, it actually will drop the difficulty down significantly um one really cool aspect of the game is that there's like there's you know they have this kind of day and night cycles um going outside during the day and and, and foraging through the d- different dungeons and areas to explore 
perfectly fine. Going at night is a different story. Um, each area's night time has a uh, like a, a difficulty jump. You can yeah. actually see it on the world map when you're when you're exploring. <laughs> you can actually it tells you how it much goes, and it goes. From, uh, it goes from it goes from. Let me let me think how to put this. It goes from Raditz Saga to Super Saiyan God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and, oh no he's not joking early early, early game it, some of like to progress you know the, the the exploration portion of it there's several things you do typically there's like these you go to a new area there's several different missions or things that they kind of give you like it might be collect certain number of things get off these particular combos on on you know on monsters um, find certain areas or items, like just various things you can do to up your exploration level so you can unlock other areas to explore. Um, some of them require you to go at night. And a tip for anybody who picks up the game at first, don't do any of the night stuff until you, probably until you get the, uh, I believe it's the oil, where you can actually illuminate the night, first of all. Like that's wow. the first thing you want to be able to do is see at night because you can't see. If you try to go outside oh, at wow. night, like you'll see the eyes of the monsters yeah. as they kill I, you. I, the way I, it felt. I'm, uh, I may play it. I got it for my wife for Christmas because she really she, she was talking to the game up as much as you. And then right after I got her the game and like a couple other stuff, and she bought some stuff. She went on a no game kick for like the longest. So then almost <laughs> a month. I'm gonna give her like one or two more months. If she I doesn't play it, I'm definitely gonna be picking up Sakuna. Well, not picking it up. It's already bought. I'm going to just I'm going to start playing it. I'm start playing it, yeah. I think if you like beat-em-up games... Oh, I saw like the that, combat. Like, I it think you'll sweet. like the combat. I, I, for you specifically, I think you'll like the combat. It's um, just... I, I put some notes in the... Uh, I think in our chat for some things to, to keep in mind because you can easily run into a spot where you're like, well, what I, I can't progress or I can't do something. If... You just don't know, yeah. like, hey, don't worry about it. Just keep going, and these things will take care of themselves. Because at first, it's kind, it's part of the gameplay, and it's part of the story. Like, they have you spend, and I liked it. Some people might not, but like, they had you spend a little bit more time with the farm, like, getting the rice together. But then as you progress, she be, the character becomes more appreciative of, mm-hmm. like, what she has and what she had to go through. And thus, she gets like technology and things to help her out, so you can you you can kind of more manage it than have to do everything. Because at first, some of it can be a little tedious, but um, the combat and the story and the game is just very well polished. I I I, I was shocked yeah. that I spent eighty hours in this game. And to give you an example of how much I like the game, like I hadn't played a lot of a lot of game like a lot of games around that time. And in less than a month, wow. I put 80 hours. That in is a lot. That's a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> so that that is a lot of that is a lot of. And I don't get a lot of game time like that, but somehow, some way, somehow, I found time to to beat this game because yeah. I was just like, I have to see. He literally came to me at the church building is, when we were going. Yeah, I'm enjoying to, it, like Wednesday Bible study, and, and he was like, Austin, have you played this game? And I'm like, uh, no. You gotta play it. And I'm like, but dude, you're always yeah. telling me to play all types of games. <laughs> I, I already have this library that I'm working on. He's like, no, you need to put them all down 
and buy Sukuna of Rice and Ruin. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I'll consider it. And then I guess the last thing I really loved about the game is that there I haven't done I haven't finished this yet, but there is kind of like this. If you've played, was it Twilight Princess? There's a you know there was a cave of ordeals, a hundred floors of uh, like hundred floor dungeon that you kind of progress through. Yeah. Towards like towards the end of the game, Sakuna opens up this place similar to the cave of ordeals. I can't remember what it's called, but it's literally like a hundred floor dungeon that one you can use it to to if you want to farm some um, materials, some resources yeah. for. Well, if you want to find some resources for uh, was it the uh, for crafting? Great place to do it because you can you can refight you can you can refight any of the bosses throughout the world, which is great. That's just fun to me because I, I think boss battles are like what really make action games and stuff like that fun. So being able to refight your boss battles is great. But in that dungeon, they kind of give you like challenge versions of it. Like, well, here's this boss and two other bosses you fought earlier. Bam, um, enjoy. But you get high rewards for fighting them, so you'll get like a lot of items, things like that, from, from that from that perspective. And you don't have to beat it all at once. You can go through the dungeon, leave, and it'll, once you, every ten floors, it puts a marker down for you, so you can come back and go, or you can go to any floor you want to. But it's that's that's kind of it for that game. I mean, like I, that game was the game of the year for me because it kind of made my year. It was a surprise. I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. anything great. I was just expecting a fun game, and it 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 blew my mind and blew me away. Okay. So. Okay, and I also got the uh, special edition that came with a lucky, you know, one of those Japanese uh, charms mm-hmm. and the five-disc music set. Which the music is really nice. Like it's a, it's a lot of like um, Japanese kind of like classical music. You know that, that this, the stuff you'd hear. Um, similar to I mean, if you if you if you've played or seen some of the music from like Ghost of Tsushima and stuff like that like it, the music from that era like just uh, uh, Edo era like the very beautiful like just kind of um, it's just beautiful it's just beautiful music so uh, if you get it, a lot of it's all instrumental of course but it's 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 phenomenal I uh, I actually picked up this game because of Brian and um, I've been kind of lukewarm on it personally Uh I got to a point where I finished the second year Harvest, and it was like, oh, it sucks. And I was like, hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm, I put a lot of work oh, into this. I feel I understood it a little better this time. Still sucks. Mm. Your rice. It, don't listen to the people. It, it, what matters is, is your actual results. Like, if you're happy with your stats, they can go, like suck a lemon or whatever like, don't, don't i i get it but i put a lot of work into that and <laughs> it, it 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 turned me off of it um not entirely it's actually still sitting in my switch it's still the only cartridge in there right now um okay but um i moved on to it like i got a lot of games christmas time and i wanted to play a lot okay. of different ones so i ended up i ended up playing instead boot hill bounties or Boot Hill Heroes, sorry. Boot Hill Balance is the sequel that I got. Um, Boot Hill Heroes, they're, they're Here Be Dragons, uh, like a bunch of indie games, and then that bled into Hades eventually, and I've been just stuck on Hades, and then also started Phoenix Wright, so I'm like, I kind of just want to get Hades out of my system, do the Phoenix Wright games, 
probably Boot Hill Bounties, and then if that's not before Monster Hunter Rise come out, I might come back to Sakuna. Um, but yeah, there's there's a ticking time clock on on my video game availability on the Switch because Monster Hunter Rise comes out and it's just done. That's what I'm playing. Yeah. So okay, yeah. Well, I number one, next. Jacob. Yeah, my mm-hmm. number one game of 2020. We'll get right to it. Is Spider Hyphen Man Miles Morales? Um, I'm waiting for a PS5 to play this, but you know, fuck I think me that's for what, trying to find one, dude. Honestly, I'm really sad because Miles Morales sold a quarter of what the original Spider-Man PS4 game did. It sold 500,000 units, and I think it really just came out at a really bad time. Um, and nobody was getting PS5s, and because of the free upgrade, I feel like nobody wanted to buy it for the PS4. I went ahead and bit the bullet and was like, you know what? I really love like Spider-Man. Period is my favorite superhero. Um, only same here. Yeah, it's not even only. He's literally like number. He's the number one hero that on my superheroes list. So there's only two that I like, uh, and I really <laughs> like Spider-Man. I I wasn't. Um, too privy to Miles Morales' story, like, when it first came out, um, I kind of was like, eh, like, you know, I'm not gonna get, like, political and stuff about it, but for me, I just was like, I don't know if it's, like, shoehorned in or not, so I never really gave Miles a chance. Uh, Also, Miles came around, I think, when I was, like, a little older, too, so I was just like, I was like, I'm gonna keep it pushing with this Peter Parker here. Uh, But I bought the game. Uh, Actually, I didn't buy the game. I got it for Christmas. As a matter of fact, I was gonna buy it if I didn't get it, but I got it for Christmas, and... It, again, it's one of those games where I picked up and I did not put it down until I beat it. I love the game so much that I beat it and I platinum it and I and I platinum the game. By the time we are recording, I had I have already platinum the game like a week ago. That's how much I mm-hmm. love this. Isn't the game like you said six what? hours? You said what? About six hours, right? Like the actual. You said what? Game. (laughs) No. The main story is like six to eight hours, is what I freaking plays. That's what I'm talking about. Open world game just for the main story. I'm I'm not I'm not saying that's what I I know. I'm just saying. I'm I'm saying if you're gonna play an open (laughs) world Spider-Man game and you just spend to play the main story, you have lost (laughs) your marbles. I played the game. We first of I all, when was, you play the game, they give you so much to do, and they help like coalesce the map in a way so that you know where the collectibles are, and they make the collectibles fun. So there's as you go through the game, you unlock different collectibles. Um, so I think like the first thing you unlock, I think are uh, underground caches. Um, the, there's this group called the Underground in the game. Um, but yeah, so you unlock these underground mm-hmm. ca- um, caches of uh, their technology, and then eventually you lock time capsules. And he's reminiscing on uh, some stuff with his best friend. And like as you go, they can give you more and more things to do, which give you more skills and help you unlock the different suits. Just like Spider Man, <laughs> Miles has his own um, list of suits that he has uh, from his time in the comics. Now again, it's not as wild as Peter Parker's list. But he does have his own list of suits, and they're pretty cool. He has some uh, mighty fine-looking suits himself. Um, I think the story, while you can pick up on a couple of the beats, I think, um, you know, that make a Spider-Man a story a Spider-Man story, I think some of the execution and what they did in terms of, like, how things were going to play out uh, turned out pretty well. Um, 
I don't want to. Spo- I'm trying not to spoil too much here. Yeah, don't spoil it because I'm one of the people who just yeah. didn't buy it because okay, I'm trying I'll, to get my I'll, PS5. I'll say first. this: um, if you watch the movie, his uncle is the Prowler. His that was something mm-hmm. that was something because yeah. the Prowler is an OG Spider-Man villain that they reworked yeah. mm-hmm. into Miles's story. Um, and yep. uh, it does. I'm not. I'm not even going to say when, but I will say that the Prowler is in the game in a very interesting way. Um, but you're doing by because by this time, if you've played the, have you played as? Can I at least have spoilers for the first game? I plan on playing it when I get a PS5, but I don't care about game? spoilers. No, and I'm waiting oh, because I'm not playing anything on the piece my. of shit that is a PS4. Oh my god, not. Oh my god, I hate All it. All right, well, you need to play the first game, and then I, I honestly, will. Honestly, I'm gonna say <laughs> this: if you guys haven't played the first game. You need to play the first game now. Give yourself a little bit of space between both of them, just because you need some time to digest. And the game comes in a little later down the road. Um, I, the, my biggest concern going into Miles Morales is that everything was going to be samey from Spider-Man mm-hmm. into the the Miles Morales one. The big mm-hmm. thing that they did is Miles Morales has a completely different toolkit. Um, again, if you read the comics or watch the movie. Uh, the Enter the Spider-Verse, he has electric powers, he has invisibility powers, um, and he's as, and he's as big of a tech head as Peter Parker is. So they explore his power set in the game, um, and you get to, as you go through, you unlock different abilities um, that basically, because in the second time, I think for the Platinum, I had to beat the game on New Game Plus, and having all the spider powers on New Game Plus, I was even on an upper on a higher difficulty like you can still because stealth is also a big part of it as well and you are just destroying people left and right um with with all the spider powers so it was but it was still it was it was good like it's it, it definitely is an easy platinum uh even having to beat the game a second time that was the only thing i didn't like about the platinum is that i had to beat the game a second time but the, the actual main story like you said brian it is pretty short um, to play the main story itself, but again, mm-hmm. most open world games—if you just play the story straight—you're not getting all of the extra content that they put in open world games. I think uh, having 100% it did did the beat the game 100% the first time through. I think it took me maybe 20 or 30 hours, and then after that, maybe add on another 10, 15 um, to get the platinum. But that Spider-Man—I can't recommend. If you're a Spider-Man fan, I can't recommend Miles Morales enough. Uh, just from his interactions with the the original Spider-Man to his own coming of age story as portrayed in the video games. Um, the one thing that, you know, all of the Peter Parker stories have is that they really can't go over the Peter Parker story again with Uncle Ben and dying and all that because it's just been done so much in our lifetime that we all know the story. You know what right. I mean? Um, they're kind. Of, I think they're kind of getting to the point now where like our kids don't know the story, so they're gonna have to you know eventually redo the story at some point. Um, but for Miles Morales, like even like having my daughter watch and just asking all the questions about what was going on and like the plot twists and everything else that's going, on, it was it was really cool. Um, yeah. Here's a question: Are you gonna play it again on the PS5? <sighs> I'm thinking about it. I am honestly considering. That's how that's how good it was. There's 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 few games that I will actually beat more than once. Uh, Mario Galaxy and Mario Galaxy Two 
are one of the ones that I've beaten more than once. Um, like within like a year period, you know what I mean? Like I'm just I'm like I'm just gonna play it just because I love mm-hmm. the game. Um, so yeah, for 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 me to go and just go jump right into New Game Plus and beat it, for me that just says like, hey, this was right up my alley, and this is the kind of game that I enjoyed the the most. I will definitely be playing it at some point. Um, it all Sorry. it all hinges on when I get a PS Five entirely. And I just, uh. that's that's the same. That's the same for me. I did play Miles Morales over at my brother's house. Um, I enjoyed it, but it, to me personally, it felt like it was the same game, but maybe I'm mistaken. So whenever I pick it up, I I didn't play it for that. Talk about how far you, because I think as soon as you jump in the story, there are like spoilers, like, well, yeah, of course, second or third mission. Of course, of course, of course. No, I meant like uh, as in as in means of the combat felt the same, but it's fine. Oh, well, the yeah, the the like I said, the initial combat is the same, but once you unlock his powers and his skill set, it the game just completely jumps. It it's a whole to me, it's a whole different game, okay. and it's and it's a different type of spider. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. It's a <laughs> <whole> spider. <laughs> So the only the only thing is because this, game flopped, because this game flopped so hard, I don't know if they're going to be able to do other spiders, which makes me sad. Because I'd hold off. It's on the flop dude five hundred thousand copies compared to two million for the original. That's insane. But you you have a console transition that has been sketchy, and a lot of people. I know a lot of people who yeah, are touching all the game get it because they're, they're going to get it second hand. They don't care. They're going to get it second hand, and, and Sony's well, not no, going to see the No, I'm. No. I almost bought it brand. No. New. I have a new copy of Demon Souls. I was going to buy it brand new here, one. PS5 edition. That I don't have a PS5 yet. <laughs> all right. I, I'm not buying it second hand. Buy I'm going to buy it brand new. Listen, they need to sell that mug brand new. I was going. I I had it in my 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 sh- my my not my shopping cart. My my uh my Christmas list for my family. I was like, if you, I was like, I don't have PS Five, but if you buy it for me, I'm that's perfectly fine. I'll, I'm going again. like, it's, and I know two other people who I know two or three other people who did the same exact. They're, they're just waiting for the PS Five. So you 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 may you you may we may be singing a different like a different story. Like five to eight months down the road, where you're like, "Oh no, this game actually ended up being a big success." Once people okay. got the console, they wanted to I, play. I will it tell you though, Brian, on, if you haven't played Spider-Man Four for PS4, you need to play. I mean, not Spider-Man Four, Spider-Man for PS4. Mm-hmm. You need to go ahead and play that now, because the original one. A, Why? it sets you up for what's going on on the PS5 uh, with the Miles Morales game, and you have access to it right now. And it's just, it's a. I, I wouldn't say. Like if I had to play Spider Man and then run Miles Morales back, if I ran them back to back, that would probably sully the experience a bit more than having the amount of space that I did. Because at some point, you know, like playing a sequel okay. where the combat doesn't evolve too much, you're gonna get that. He does have his own. It's like playing. he does have his own skill set that adds to like the combat. So him having all the electric powers and the stealth powers does add to it. But I'm just saying, like certain for me certain genres i just can't play a lot of you know what i mean i can't like if i was going to play like say i don't mm-hmm. know borderlands like jumping from borderlands one into borderlands two into borderlands pre-sequel into borderlands three like at some point i'm like this is too much to play to you know what i mean to just grind <laughs> yes 
too much of the same. It's it's like buying the collector's edition, like the the like the oh let's here's here's all the yeah. Uncharted games. And you're like eh, I like Uncharted, but it's yeah, good when it's like yeah, a year that's, or two that's, that's between. My point. Them, not like so I don't, all like, of them at this, once. If it's not, <laughs> um, if you if you're not like a super fan of it, I would I say give it as much space as you can give it because that helps you come in fresh too. Um, but for me, Austin, cause like when you, cause you had told me that before that you were like, it was kind of the same and I was really worried about that. But once I got into his power set, I was like, oh, this is, this is a whole new game. I was like, cause he's, right. he's doing all this stuff okay. that Peter can't do. And then for me, that changed, that completely changed the combat. Okay. It changed, yeah. it changed the stealth sections. Like the way that I took down people in the original Spider-Man versus the way that I was taking down people in this one. I was a mad like you could you could clear stealth sections much quicker because you have invisibility powers. So hmm. yeah, about yeah. Stealthy as and then, stealthy and then as you can get, right? there's like, still suit upgrades. Like I didn't even talk about suit upgrades, uh, visor upgrades, uh, skill upgrades. There's different challenges um, that Peter. This is an early spoiler that Peter sets up like different challenges um, for Miles Morales as he goes through. Um, so you like if you beat all the challenges like you and there's so many unlocks and things to do it's like for a completionist it's like a perfect completionist game you just jump in complete the game and get out like you just, i'm gonna do my 30 40 hours okay. completely 100 platinum the game delete it and feel 100 satisfied like i didn't need to have a full-blown grind to it okay um you know it like i said like i said i can't sing the praises enough of it um, I just for mm-hmm. me, I'm just sad. It, I know what you're saying, Brian. I'm just sad it didn't sell as well as I thought it was going to. Yeah, I I'm with Brian we'll on have, this we'll one have, because we'll I am definitely one of those people that's waiting for a PS5. Um, I, and a lot of people are. And and to be to be honest, like PS4 was serviceable, but now that they're getting later in their lifespan for a lot of people like mine, they're not they're nigh unplayable. And and and. Like, and it's not like, oh, it won't function. It's like, it is a hassle to get it to function. And it's just like, I'd rather not deal with it. So, um, uh, co-host Pan on my weekly show is in the same boat. She doesn't want to touch her PS4 and she hasn't for two years. Like, she'd rather not because the PS4 is just breaking down at this point. Like, it's, it sounds like a jet engine, right? Like, it just sounds terrible. Uh, It's got terrible load times. Like... I don't know if you remember, Brian, when I was playing Just Cause 3, it was a 10-minute boot-up for that game. 10 minutes. Mm. Like, yeah, that, I mean, that's insane. And it's... and I'm just sick of it. Um, and that's why I switched largely to PC when it came to cross-platform games. Um, because it was just like, I just can't... Yeah. I can't handle this. Like I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm sitting here to play, but I don't want to sit here for 10 minutes while something loads. Like, like... It sounds. I don't know. It, I don't think. I don't think no, there's it, been a time fair. in history we've had, like, that's the big thing. Why like the console game, like the the cartridge games over the disc based games back in Super Nintendo, PS, you know, and and N sixty four versus PlayStation one because it was like, yeah, the game just boots up when I put it in. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's revolutionary. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but even the Switch oh. cartridges, though, you know, like See, stuff loads. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, it, it's it has that really has nothing to do with cartridges at this point. It's it's that you, you, the fact that you're playing games that are designed for better hardware on the, what is yep. the PS4, and, yeah, and, and the Switch and whatever else. Like these are games that are built for for being loaded in in PC. And your consoles have finally hit their end of life. Yeah. Um, when it comes to PS, like PS4, is it's it's it, it when it got near its end of life, games were taking longer because the game makers were designing these games based on like, well, this is kind of going to be old, and we're going to want to be able to run it on this other thing, and PCs at a different different spot in its life now. You know, consoles and PC were were kind of around the same power level, and then now they're not anymore. That's just that just kind of, that just kind of the natural evolution of of these things. So I get it. I mean, I, and I, I, I have the same problem too. Sometimes a certain game, I'm just like, I kind of don't want to play it right now because it, I won't get as far as I'd like to get because it'll take forever to do it. Yeah. And, and, and the switch doesn't have most of the time, these performance issues, unless it's a terrible port. Right. Right. Like it's in it, but that's because, you know, the design space for the switch is, different right there's not you're not going to be getting something like miles morales on the switch obviously no not just with exclusivity but like we're talking like the fidelity and and scope of a game a lot of the times although breath of the wild is a pretty freaking big scope for a game um like there's it's just a it's just that the ps4 is not being well optimized by a lot of the even the exclusives on it so well, I mean, it it still has a hard drive. Like it has yeah. spinning discs. That's that 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 right there is going to. And the PS Five is is the first like, time that I've been excited about a PlayStation ever. <laughs> like, like ever because of the yeah. solid state. So yeah, um, I I'd put it, yep. I'd put a little more faith in in a longer uh like a longer. You'll see a not a spike in sales like most games. I think Miles Morales is going to have a gradual incline because of the PS5 issues. I'm hoping. Right. I think I think it's got great see, word I, of mouth. It I, there was a lot of people's game of the year. Um, it was a lot of it got a lot of hype. I don't think it won anything at the Game Awards, um, but I think it should have. I think it should have over The Last of Us. And in many people's mind, it's. In many people's mind, it's the game to mm-hmm. get with your PS Five. Like that's that's that like you will see. I'm pretty sure you're going to see a high attachment rate when people actually can buy PS Fives from you know their local retailer or whatever, or the retailer of choice. But yeah, can't. or just buy so PS Fives. Period. You just don't see the attachment. <laughs> yeah. So like that's that's where I, I like to me that was the like that was the game to like oh, if I'm going to get one game from PS5 it's Spider-Man like if I'm going to buy if I only could buy one it's Spider-Man and I know a lot of people right. had that same thought so I think we'll see the gradual increase and then if they become just available to pick if I can well, it gets to the point where you can walk into your store and grab one you might see a giant spike but that's we'll see we'll see how this we'll see how this all turns out because i think the game will turn so itself. uh so i think phenomenal. that's it because austin doesn't have a number one am i correct you're you're not correct but sure do you do you, <laughs> do have you, a number one? you didn't have a number two you do i thought he didn't have a number two because he uses honorable yeah. mention and that messed his list up so yeah yeah it really messed my list up five, four, three. 
All right, um, so what's your number one then? Your number one game. It's the first game. You, okay. It's the first game you guys talked about. I actually just started replaying it, um, and I kind of I'm starting to get over the passing of my dad. Um, a little more. It's become a little more easier now. It's not. It's not difficult, but it's a. It's easier to get through, which kept me from playing the game or continuing it originally. But um, I've gotten really close to the end of the game now, but I'm about to focus on beating it. Um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I really didn't realize how much I liked that game. I never got a chance to really talk about it with you guys. About freaking time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It uh, It was pretty solid. Um, being yeah. the only Fire Emblem that I finished or played for more than fifteen minutes. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. If if we look, if we're talking about twenty nineteen, the, the game of the years for me would have been Fire Emblem, or it'd been hard for me to choose, or um, Astral Chain. So yeah, that's a solid choice. Fire Emblem is in twenty twenty for me. That's when I played it. Um, it would have been this time in twenty twenty. Okay. Uh, up until March, I think. Um, no, probably early February. And then what? Mm. May, June is when we released Bickering Bucks. Like, mm-hmm. yep. um, so I had a long gap between playing it and, but yeah, no, I, I'm with you, Austin, on this one. It's, it's, it's pretty solid. It's very solid. I'm, I'm, uh, I have to work on some of my class setup because I missed a few classes that I could have gotten. So I'm going to basically beat the game. I'm just going to clear it out now, beat the game, and then I'm going to actually go through the rest of the houses and try to get all the which, classes I missed on. Which house did you end up going with? Uh, the first playthrough was with the Black Eagles. Okay. Or is it, is, yeah, Black Eagles with the red mm-hmm. red uh, colors yeah. of choice. Edelgard. 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 Ooh, I hate her. Oh, and the game makes you hate her, too. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she's she's a, a twerp. She's fucked up. <laughs> she's a twerp. So I think the next class I'm gonna go with. I'm probably just gonna go in sequential order. So I'm gonna do the blue lions next. Yeah, I did blue lions to begin with. Um, Was it easier? I don't even know. I'm, I don't even remember why I picked the blue lions. Honestly, I'm in the middle of a blue lions playthrough. Right, actually, I, I I've I was I played. I think I, I haven't played any this month, but I was playing a lot last month. Has so have, yeah, it's a good. Haven't you guys picked up the DLC at all? No, um, I I don't think I will. I think it's called like the Absolute Brian, Wolf or something like that. Yeah, Brian did. You have just a pro tip on the DLC is that it's done before the time skip, so you have to play it all before time oh, skip. Oh, that's okay. Oh. And then you'll un- and he said it's really challenging, really, but it's good, and you get some new characters that then come with you post time skip. I Ooh, okay, and add some new, add some. I think he adds some new um, romance options and some strange. He said it, it, it adds some new twists to the end because you have these new characters. Uh-huh. So I, I have I have been intrigued on get. I thought about getting it just because I'm playing. I'm in the middle of my Blue Lions playthrough and I'm still haven't. I still haven't hit the time skip mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. And so I could potentially jump into that, play through there th- through the uh, DLC, and then bring them over um, to the to the time skip. But yeah, it's a solid game. And the reason I'm not playing it right now is my you know my TV 
TV time game is uh, because I got a new game for Christmas, uh, City of Sin. So, oh, oh, that's right. You told me about which that. Which is game. very similar. Very similar. Like yeah, that's style. on my it's, list. It's, turn-based. it's on my list. So, I just there's so much things to play and so little time right <laughs> yeah. now. So that's my number one. Because March 26th, really... it all goes out the window. There's one game and one game only. Yeah, MHR. That... Yeah. You can't play Monster Hunter while watching no. TV. You only can do one or the other. So <laughs> that's I, I have to have a t- I like to have a TV game, and that's that's one of but Fire Emblem and City of Sin are good games for that. It's my opinion, my my personal opinion. <laughs> well, so that's my number one. I mean, I, we've already all talked about it, and I, I don't watch shouldn't TV. have to go too in depth about the discussion. So yeah, well, I'll leave it at that. That's okay. my number one. Who's your favorite character? Oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Byleth, no, Byleth, yeah. I, I, I like Byleth, yeah. but my actual major, ca- my favorite character. Oh, jeez. Um, hmm. <sighs> Mine was Mercedes. That's why I dated her. So, uh, yeah, actually, as I'm getting to this, <laughs> since you're also playing a dating sim <laughs> on your list, I feel like only only um, Gmail didn't get the memo that we all should have a dating should, sim on our get, in, in, in our list. Uh, I had Rivers Rivers City (laughs) Girls. Thank you very much. (laughs) I don't think that's a dating sim. They just punch punch things. Technically, they do save their boyfriends. That's a dating dating sim south of Kentucky. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But... Oh, my God. Oh, no. We just punch things in these parts. But, um... That's here, my who, who girlfriend. Your... How do I know? Because I knocked her out cold. Oh, no. <laughs> she couldn't say no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, who is your planned love interest? Mine? Or your lover? Yeah, in the, in I'm the game. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Manuela. 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 Okay. Cougars. Is that the singer? The teacher. Well, I mean, I've already teacher. got her. Oh, the teacher. I've already got her an A or a B or whatever. Somebody's hot for teacher. Or S, whatever mm. the level is for that. Teacher's pet. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But for the next week, I know if I'm going to romance. It'll probably be uh, maybe one of the students in the Blue Lions class. That's why you can't. You can't right. romance yourself. You can't romance the students. <laughs> you can romance yourself. I don't want to do that. You can romance uh, yourself. You you can you you should you should try to romance Soph so I think yeah Sophus. Oh really? Yeah, try it. It's probably gonna be awkward, All right? Well, I'll give it a shot. See what happens. It, it, you put the ring on your own finger. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a god complex. Exactly. <laughs> so you should definitely try it and I'll, and record your own reaction so we all can enjoy it. Okay. Um. Well, in all honesty, I I do highly recommend the uh, Katsuba Shoujo. I mean, it's pretty good. But um, yes, Fire Emblem, uh, Three Houses, and yeah, that was the first Bickering Bucks episode. So uh, I hope this year we can get more games out because yes. uh, we did three. Yeah, yeah, we did Fire Emblem which was front-loaded because we had already played the game, and then we recorded it. There was a little bit of time, like a month. Then we did Final Fantasy and then Carrion. So I'm hoping 
I'm hoping we can get um, Age of Calamity done within, hopefully within January, maybe not, but February, and then move on from there. And I, and I will be putting, you know, time aside from Monster Hunter to play whatever we're doing on Bickering Bucks. Um, so yeah, like I, I, I hope we can get more out this year. Um, but it is a, it is meant to be a longer tooth show as far as like deep diving into a game. So yeah. Um, thank you all for listening, uh, to our top five plus honorable mention games of 2020. Uh, this is the host for You can catch me at Hunter sub pod. Uh, this is the, uh, along with the Bickering Bucks show, we also have started a new show called Monster Talk, where we talk about tabletop RPG monsters, or at least monsters in a tabletop RPG sense. Um, so we started out with the Hydra uh, this Friday. We're going to be talking about the Phoenix um, and all things about that. And then we also have the Weekly Hunter Sub. Uh, we have the event quest which is our magic set reviews coming out and we also have our weekly DD sessions uh the adventures of caloran so yeah be sure to check out all those different shows and i will see you guys next time and brian where can we find you uh, you can find me on twitter bq87 and um that's that's about it if you want to get to me i mean that's, okay. that's how you do it uh jacob <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Facebook and Instagram are private, but you can find me on Twitter at Jacob Holloway I V H O L L O W A Y. Mm-hmm. Is it just the IV? I, I it's Jacob it Holloway I V, yeah. Because yep. I'm the okay. fourth. Gotcha. Uh, and then Austin. Uh, I thought you were a Pokemon <laughs> or something. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. IV train. The fight! The fight! The fight! Decent? Decent? great <laughs> <laughs> rough all right uh austin and, what about you yeah and you guys can find me on instagram uh, not instagram whoa at twitter as well it's at the fabled one a uh, t-h-e-f-a-b-l-e-d-1 and then you can find me on twitch which is twitch.tv slash the fabled one t-h-e-f-a-b-l-e-d number one at the end Okay, uh, it's a wrap, guys, and uh, we'll talk when we finish Age of Calamity. So, later. Peace. Later. Later. <laughs> hey. The five? The five? The four? I, I, yeah. <laughs>